So what did you want to say about Brixton? Oh man. Because I came out of Brixton Station whilst everybody was kind of going in. Because I'm thinking I must have missed you maybe by 10 minutes or whatever. Uh, there's some South London man still in my, in my workplace and I tease them about that. And I think to myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm always in my head thinking, it's not that bad anymore. It's not. Bruv. I pulled up in the whip in South London. And I, said, I said, what's going on here? Then it's like the walking dead. And when I say yep. that, I mean the nitties are walking like the walking Mate. dead. <laughs> 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 like, like, like thriller, man. Like Halloween's coming in a bit, isn't it? I said, what is this? Nice anyway, mad. Two twos. Now, this one I know that I'm, I, I, I'm still hood, but there's still elements of me that's quasi quasi. Yeah. It's rough for the money back on my way. Go, Na na nyame ni awaka no nebebe mo Ya uma usa swabi ponyi na tutu So my body don't lose God Ka wako matoya Everybody sing it Hallelujah Let's trust Hallelujah Everybody sing it Hallelujah Hallelujah We have to sing Oh yeah I say we have to sing We're going to Ghana today. Mantria. Boko. Hey. Because we lost one. We lost brother. We lost one. We, we lost our brother. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. This is the eloquently saying nothing podcast. <laughs> I don't have bombs. <laughs> Intriguing. Yes, yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs, rodents and other small insects. Tell them. And the Chancellor of the Exchequer. Cheese. Kwasi. This is eloquently saying nothing podcast. Tell them. Hmm. <laughs> I wanted to go Ghana for the beginning because our brother has fallen. <laughs> no, for real. For real. <laughs> our brother has fallen. Mm. Do I sound all right? I think I sound all right. You sound all right. Uh, our brother has fallen. He has fa- our brother has uh, fallen. Oh, he's not nice. So. Say him name again, please. Kwesi. If you don't know him, today is... What is it? 14. The 14th of October. Hmm. October self. Hmm. And brother, Kwesi. Kwesi Kwateng. Hmm. Has been removed. He has been. From number 11. Evicted. Hmm. Next to number 10. Hmm. He's evicted. He has been in power 
well, Chancellor, them say I'm three months or something. It wasn't, free, it wasn't even three months. How long, sir? How long, sir, was he <laughs> Chancellor? Hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, mate. Hmm. You know what he did, innit? Charlie. You know what he did? He put Ken K in the microwave. I don't know what he did, bro. <laughs> and they just ousted him. They said, nah. <clears throat> I don't know what he did, bro. But we'll get to the intro in a minute, but we have to speak about question now. <laughs> no. Mr. Wolf is on his way. We will bring him soon. No, it's true, but... Hey, I'm, but a question now. I'm not happy. I'm not happy. Like, listen, all right. So let, let's, let me tell you the story before we get into the, this thing. And if I, let, me, let, let me do the intro still. Or do I, shall we wait for Mr. Wolf before we drop the intro? Nah, you can wait for Mr. Wolf. All right, we'll wait for Mr. Wolf. All right, let, me, let me get into this thing quicker, you know, because we don't want anybody to just think that we are just you know jumping in the grave of our brother no not at all <laughs> Kwesi. Kwesi. Kwateng. <laughs> so they say i'm least trust <laughs> prime minister of that place they call uh uk mm. <laughs> united kingdom mm. <laughs> she could say that she want to uh suck him Anyway, let me speak. Let me, let me, my pitch isn't even that great. But let me speak. Let me speak proper English. <laughs> let me speak proper English. Anybody that's out there, this is my, my pitch with the lobby, man. Allow me. Anyway, uh, yeah, so basically, what's happened today, the 14th of October, early on in this day, we're at the moment now, it's about 10, 9 o'clock or something like that. Something like that. Something like about 9 yeah, o'clock. 9 o'clock. Earlier on today, around 12, I had people's phones going, din, 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 like when they had an announcement. And I said, mm, what's this announcement that's coming true? <laughs> Little did I know, they said, Kwesi might have some problem. Trust <laughs> me. And I said, what problem is he having now? And, and I said, oh, they're going to sack him. So we were thinking, they can't just sack this man. This man literally just came into power, not even... Um, it's, I need to know if you can can you find out how long he was actually in Chancellor for I know that he didn't make probation period that's for yeah. sure because it's, it's either two to three months or something like that I, I can't actually uh, say exact I know that the, the budget itself came out about three or four weeks ago maybe about a month and a half ago the budget came out didn't it um yeah, well September end of second second week in September okay so it's October now so yeah so it's a month ago the budget came out he was chancellor for maybe two and a half months. Let's say that. And he has already been sacked. Already. Now, the reason why this is such an impactful thing for some of us is because, one, he is a brother. And then, obviously, you know, a black man being sacked. Whatever party, you don't necessarily want to see it. Yep. Unless he's being a terrible, like, pretty Patel and them that was doing all them yep. immigrant business. And obviously, you want him gone. But he hasn't necessarily done all of that just yet. He has just not pleased the blacks. But, um... He is the shortest, I think he's the shortest, is it official? The shortest ch- reign as chancellor there ever was. I think, yeah. Yeah, no, it's not even a month. Wow. From September to October, I told you, it's about three weeks. Oh my God. That's when he came up, that's when he was chancellor? Yeah. Wow. Okay, so he's been officially been removed from office. He is no longer the chancellor. Who's now chancellor? Do you know, the, um, it's one of them, it's one guy that I've heard of, I hate his name all the Jeremy time. Jeremy Hunt. That's it, Jeremy Hunt is now the new chancellor of the Exchequer. Um, they said that this is predominantly due to do with the effect of his um, budget. The, the mini budget. The budget that he put out. The mini budget that was a full budget. The problem is now, yeah. Okay, so if anybody listens to the ESM podcast in the past, you know that stabs heavily into his his politics and whatnot. And he discussed Liz Trust and Kwesi, yeah? Mm. All right, so they are very, very close. They wrote a book together about their philosophies to do with uh, top-down economics. Yep. So the budget that he put out was very, very predominantly top-down economics. Yep. It was more beneficial to the people at the top than it was at the bottom. 
and basically a lot of people was had problems with it and they said what you've done is amazing basically yeah but as we know as i said they wrote a book together on it she fully backs this this particular type of method of dealing with but uh you know the economy yeah but she being Liz trust the prime minister not only dashed dashed Kwesi under the first bus the came. No, yeah. it's not your bus. It's Molway. Molway. Yeah. <laughs> it's downfall. She dashed him under. She she done it with callousness. She didn't even let man get a month out before she said, you know, you need to go. Now, there's a lot of things going on at the moment regarding the government. Now, I don't know if you've seen what the Daily Star have done. Oh, what, what happened? So the Daily Star now have um basically they have a, a countdown, right? Mm. With a lettuce. With a lettuce. A lettuce. Yeah. Versus Live Trust. Which one will spoil first? <laughs> wow. Which one lives longer, they said. Oh my god. Liz Trust as a prime minister or the lettuce. Or the lettuce and there's a countdown. Apparently there's been uh, numerous uh, uh, letters of uh, no confidence already put in for her. Oh my days. And uh, uh, apparently you're not you're not allowed to, I think there might be some form of law that you're not supposed to be able to put in the no confidence until somebody's done a year's worth of term. Yeah. But uh, some people are saying that they're gonna overturn that. Because of how bad, because of how badly it is going for her. All I'm saying is, could Corbyn really have been worse than this? I, really, I don't know. To be honest, Liz Truss hasn't even had enough time to do anything wrong. No, you're 100 percent right. She hasn't had enough time to do something that dramatically wrong, apart from this mini budget that they're already re- ready to dash. Boris did bad things wrong. Yes. I'm not backing this woman, but Boris done so much stuff. If I'm watching this, this is England thing with my wife about the COVID stuff and Boris. Yeah, Boris was out here wild and doing whatever he was doing. Right, he done bare things wrong. Maybe not so much COVID, apart from maybe he, he took too long before he put the lockdown on. Yeah, before he reacted, and, and obviously he's, he's, he's criminal enterprise where was, people were just making money off of him. Oh like yeah, that. he's man them. But he's done a whole load of rubbish before that. Enough that I, I think he's he's way over what Liz Truss has done. Yeah. So I don't understand why they're so quick to... Dis- why did you put her in power? He's just so quick to do exactly the thing that you didn't want. And the joke thing is now, what are they saying that she's going to do with the budget was exactly the same thing as Rishi Rishi was going to do. Yeah, exactly. So Rishi Rishi's just looking at it, yeah, you see? I because, told you. You, because you don't want an Asian man. That's why you have this problem. Oh my days, bro. It's true. Let's be real. They said, we're going to rather take this white woman than this Asian man, this rich Asian man. At that, and he, yeah, he was the answer to the problem. And he had that Russian money too, which wasn't necessarily helping him because I know his, his, his wife had ties to Russia. But oh, either way, yeah, but then at the same time, he was somebody who had uh, he would have had an understanding at least in the exchequer's um, point of view because he's done those two roles, isn't it? So, mm. then, as a leader of the country, I just can't believe it that this man is out so fast. Well, but if she goes as well, then they're gonna pick somebody else. Like we've been abused. This whole conservative government, we've been abused because none of us have chosen any of these people that have got up there. Blatantly. It's like they just keep swapping them out, swapping them out, swapping them out, swapping Passing them out. Them out between out. their friends. How many how many prime ministers are we gonna have in one in one era? I don't know, but this is getting ridiculous. What, what's this number three four, four? Did we discuss this last week in it? I can't remember now. I think it's three. Three, number three. Yeah, but she's going, so now it's gonna be number four. It'll be it? number four. If she goes. But again, I'm trying to figure out who they're gonna replace him with. I don't know, boy. Because if you didn't have... So I don't know, if I'm Rishi Rishi, you didn't have no confidence in me. So why why are you not putting me in power again? I've got bets on she being out before the end of December. If she's going to go, maybe before December. Who do you reckon is going to go first? Her or Brenda Rogers? Ooh. Brenda Rogers is a, is the Leicester manager, by the way, if anybody doesn't know football, follow football. And he usually does quite well. In fact, he does really well, to be honest. But at the moment, he's bottom of the league. And they're, and they're saying he's out. They're saying they're going to get him out. 
So I'm wondering who's gonna come out first, Brenda Rogers or Liz Truss? Bun the lettuce. Brenda Rogers or Liz Truss? Truss. Yeah, that's a good one actually. That's a good one. Because to be honest, Wolf shocked me by being the first. Well, they, no, they weren't the first. Bournemouth were the first to sack their manager. Yeah. In fact, I don't even think he lasted longer than uh, than Kwasi. Scott Parker. How many games did he have? About three or four weeks before they said, "Nah, latest, bruv. Nah, this guy uh, Kwasi was Kwasi was literally sixth of September until the fourteenth of October. Ghanaians, are you proud? A month and eight days. See, I told you, Ghanaian men don't like to work, but you lot don't listen to me. Oh, wow. Nah. go. but on a level, it does hurt. Right. I know, but I know there was people, I know there's people within the community that would be like, oh, he didn't consider himself black or now he sees himself as black. What? Um, I don't care about that. Yeah, I'm just dealing with... You would you would hope a black man would, would yeah. represent a little I I thought, I, and this is what I wanted mm. more than anything, I wanted the economy to get stitched back together. It's weird. I wanted it to get stitched back together because I wanted it to be shown in the big stage that African mind is where it's at. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. then, but then also, I thought the whole idea of one of Africa's children, again, putting money back into the European hand again. Like, you know what I'm saying to you? I was, I was torn about it. I was contradicted about it. Yeah, I can understand. But uh, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I, I don't, I don't, I don't like want it. any... Obviously, as a person that lives in this country, I don't want the economy to be bad. So that's, that's there and there in it. Yeah. I don't want it to be bad. But still, I just I can't believe it, man. I can't believe it. The first thing I said is that she told him, God, I must go, boy. I, I just posted, I tweeted that straight away. I just put one, God, I must go back. I said, Liz Trust said, God, I must go. <laughs> and then I started seeing bare other people with the God, I must go back memes and all this type of stuff. Well, did you see the one with him and, and the God, I must go? Yeah, he yeah. was carrying the God, I must go. I saw that one. It's deep, man. Oh, man. And the thing that makes me even more, this is what, and I, I was saying this at work, and maybe it's very misogynistic of me. So, uh, you know, if it is, please slap me on the wrist. But he was piping there back in the day. Yes. He clearly didn't pop at that world that she's ready to just dash him under the bus like that. He's saying that. Maybe he did. I don't know. Listen. He got his way up to the top boss. What All I'm saying is um, sometimes we get caught up in what we think the game is and we don't realise mm, what it is. Mm, yeah. Mm, the game. We think okay. we think they're aiming for something different and we don't realise what it is they're actually aiming for. So yeah. like, like, was it you that said it to me? What's that? About he set himself up to, to go into the bank yeah, yeah 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 he set himself up to children but then that, that might get reversed now so I don't know whether or not he's going to come out I don't a, think all the things that he were um, that he put in are going to get reversed one or two of them will and maybe. they'll make a big noise about them but yeah. the other things are going to be quiet so I think he's going to be some form of contractor somehow somewhere that's why I'm there and he's going to be able to get uncapped bonuses or yes. something. anyway we'll, we'll see anyway but I'm sure he set him up so he must have known that as as the token he's going to be removed but this is the same before it was saying that this was the most diverse government ever because obviously there was no white males there. But now nah, they said they tried that. It didn't work. Jeremy Hunt is there, bro. White and proud. Yeah. With his <laughs> hand on the money, boy. The monies. The monies. But yeah, man. So rest in peace. The Chancellor of Exchequer's reign. It's true. Yes. Yeah. Ghana. Kwesi. Ghana. So what do you reckon? Suella, Suella uh, Braverman's happy. Which one is that one? The... That's the one that said that he's superficially black. Oh, yeah. So she probably is coming and thinking, oh, yeah, you've got yours. But she's still a stupid idiot for that. <laughs> and that shows, and this actually shows how black he actually is. 
the fact that he got removed so quickly. It's true. That's the blackest thing that's probably happened to him in a long time. <laughs> Which is why I've, I guess some people were saying that maybe he, he maybe he realizes he's black now. I don't think he didn't realize he was black. I mean, he knows he's black, man. I don't know why people I, think. Yeah, there's I a lot of people that's out there that's very posh, that's brought up in very posh backgrounds, that's living in very posh areas alongside white people, and even some of them may be seen as what they call the token or whatever, whatever slur you want to get against them. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you say they act white and yada yada, all of this rubbish. They know they're the black person in that room. Yeah. Even if they're pretending to be not everything but yeah, what yeah. they are. The black experience. The whole reason why they're pretending is because they know they are the black person in that room. The black experience is, is uh, globally shared. Exactly. It doesn't so, matter what language you speak. It doesn't matter. We all, we all have it. So for, for anybody to think that these people don't think that they're black is just ridiculous. They know who they are. They know what they are. And sometimes they may try to hide their... their, their uh, their essence or where they come from where their cultures or stuff like that I don't know but they know that they're black and a lot of the time when you step into the room if you're not from that kind of class mm. then you are blacker than them so they get a little bit of a break yeah they see it as that like you, you are the the, the, the the lesser the lesser black yeah. when I say lesser I don't mean lesser as a black person I mean lesser as a human being so maybe you, you, you're not as educated as them yeah exactly or you don't have as much money as them yeah. you don't but, have the vernacular yeah but but for them to people to feel like these people don't know that they're black is to me is just preposterous they know they're black you can't go out you can't go in the world unless you're Clayton Bigsby uh, <laughs> not knowing that you're black black white supremacist yeah not knowing that you're black so that, that needs to just be dashed in the dustbin but anyway mm. hashtag ESN pod plug it at esmpodcast at gmail.com for the emails and that and that plug again hashtag esmpod for all of the socials and that plug it my uh, brother at esmpod for all of the stuff like the twitters and that mm. uh-huh. I don't know where Mr. Wolf's coming in so I'm just going to drop it now anyway yeah so yeah. I have you wanted to come true anyway I am your host today Big Wahala Smash! <laughs> I forgot the big. <laughs> I'll do it again. I am your host today, Big Wahala. Smash! Only because I know Stav is probably screwing his face that I didn't do it properly. Oh, but yes. I never get mine done properly. Anyway. I never understand how he does it. He's a, he's a, he's a G at all of this stuff. And um, yeah, I am your host today. Unfortunately, we don't have uh, Stavros boss in the building. Shah Stavriki. Yeah, he's uh, he's out there in the world doing things. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mr. Wolf should be finding himself here at some point soon. So we'll introduce him when he gets here. When they Sen- finally Sen- arrive. Senator Wolf. Mm-hmm. Well, close alongside me, you can hear my Rastafarian friend. Yes, sir. My brother from another mother. Mm-hmm. He is the one we call Simple Simon. Yeah, man. Well, no, done. No, they are. Uh, you know what? No song this week. No song this week? No poem this week. Not even for a man like Questy, you know. He didn't even do it's that. True. He didn't even do it's, a in. It's true. You know what? It? Mr. Wolf should have come with a Ghanaian proverb for Questy, you know, because, <laughs> <sighs> man. Nah, man. You, you saw the thing I put in the group anyway about the... the somebody put on uh, Twitter that um, Questy's parents have been gone to Facebook. They've gone to all of their yeah, bridges. Yeah. And I said, look at my son. Yeah, look at him. Yeah. Fantastic. He is the chancellor. And now they're going to be saying, eh. Can you imagine? Look at... Can you imagine what they would have been like at church? That's what I'm saying. Church is going to be finishing there. Oh, bro. they're done for. They're gonna, you know the pastor's going to say something. I know, bro. We want to pray for brother Questy. <laughs> Who has lost his job? <laughs> he's now jobless. He's he's a jobless man now. You know, we all prayed for him to get to the position, and he got there. So God willing. God willing. But he has now been sacked. 
You can lead a horse to water. <laughs> but sometimes they can never drink. It will never, never drink. You know, you can put the kenke in the hot water. It may never ever get solid. <laughs> Brother Kwesi. Mm, Kwesi. <laughs> and we like to say, you know, to the Kwati family, we are here to bless you. We have taken collection for you to give to him. Because <laughs> clearly he wanted taxes. So we have to collect for him. I have to come. Nah, mate. I feel it for them, though. Yeah. I feel it for him, bruv. Exactly. I, I wouldn't want any of... The, uh, you know, I've just said, I'm not a, a Tory supporter in any way, shape, or form. And I don't support any, any of the, the ideologies he had regarding his money. Or but whatever. I know what it's like to get stitched up at work. Yeah, I know exactly. what it's like to but get we, stitched up. But we all been black at work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even saying that this is a black thing. I'm just saying he might, he might have been anybody that got dashed on the bus. Nah, but, but it he, just, he, it just happened to be him. The man was in America, you know. They tracked him back. And he flew back fast, fast. They couldn't even let man just enjoy himself in America still. I should have told him while he was there, he could have gone to Atlanta, try to find some women some strippers whatever, throw some of the tax money that he done recouped or whatever. Nah, yeah. I had a good time, but no, they said, come back. No, nah, that may be because, you know, you get mad enough, you go gun range and that. <laughs> yeah, but what can he do? You can only do something to the Americans. You know, by the time he gets through there. No, you're right. Why uh, we get through customs? It's tough, man. And I think for me, it's not even six weeks. It was literally like the fifth week. But the fifth I'm week. I'm going to put a round of applause for that. <laughs> <laughs> Five weeks. Imagine. You got for a new job, you've sat through all the interview process, you've gone through all of that, and then you're doing the work, you do something as big and significant as that budget in that amount of time. Within five weeks, you know, he's like, for him to have pulled it out, he either had it from before, or he worked every night, all night, until it was done. And five weeks later, fam! And you know, because you ain't passed probation, they don't have to do nothing. Just get out. It's a madness to me. It is absolutely a madness. Did you see his reply letter? No. Has he spoke back? Has he already opened his mouth? He, he, he said, I saw an official letter from him saying, um, basically, he, he's like, he went down, but he let it be known that the Bank of England knew about it, the Treasury knew about it, and that Liz Trust had uh, a hand in it. Yeah, because it's true. The way he wrote that letter, it was such a, I don't know if they want to call it passive aggressive, but I was like, yeah, you're a G for the way he wrote that letter. You're a G for where you wrote that letter, definitely. So he said, uh, dear Prime Minister, you've asked me to stand aside as your Chancellor. I have accepted. When Wait. You, <laughs> when you asked me to serve as your Chancellor, I did so in full knowledge that the situation we faced was incredibly difficult with rising global interest rates and energy prices. However, your vision of optimism, growth and change was right. As I have said many times in the past few weeks, following the status quo was simply not an option. For too long, this country has been dogged by low growth rates and high taxation. That must still change if this country is to succeed. The economic environment has changed rapidly since we set out the growth plan on the 23rd of September. In response, together with the Bank of England and excellent officials at the Treasury, we responded to these events and I commend my officials for their dedication. It is important now as we move forward to emphasise your government's commitment to fiscal discipline. The medium-term fiscal plan is crucial to this end and I look forward to supporting you and my successor to achieve that from the backbenches. We have been colleagues and friends for many years. Did I pipe you still? In that time, I have seen your dedication and determination. I believe your wisdom, I believe your vision is the right one. It has been an honor to serve as your first chancellor. Your success is this country's success. I wish you well. Kwasi, kwateng. Are you saying it? That he, that him and 
Liz had a thing. Apparently so. Yeah, he, he banged. Oh, they banged each other? Yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of that going on. In the know? past, they did a... They spend a lot of time. They spend a lot of time at work, innit? See. Because I know that's um a lot that happens in all these parties, man. Yeah, you you down. spend a lot you spend a lot of time working with them, so they grow up together, innit? Yeah, basically. Uh, all right. So as you can hear, the man that's come in the room has has entered. Yeah, has entered. Yeah, has, yeah. He's saluting himself now. You know, I'm saluting. I'm saluting you guys. You know, the chief commander, the commander in chief. Yeah, the was, man that is the pilot. The pilot, never the passenger. The passenger. Mm, I like that one. Mm-hmm. Right, that's one. He's flying high, never flying low. Yeah. He's the conductor. Yes, yes, sir. the man that pushes people forward, never mm-hmm. backwards, mm-hmm. always uh, penetrating, <laughs> never retreating. <laughs> I'm a motivating somebody. Senator Wolf, <laughs> what's going on, everybody? Mm-hmm. Hey. What's going on? You know what? That in the background, I swear down, I hate. The noise of motorbikes, especially the loud, loud ones. Why? Why not? I just think it's just too much unnecessary noise. <laughs> you know the kind of quad bike, kind of motor motorbike one. You're yeah. such you an know, uncle, bro. You're, you're fully. You're, oh you're, my god, it's so now. noisy, man. You're just qualified. nonsense, unnecessary noise, man. Why, why don't they get electric bikes so uh-huh. no one can hear them? Wow. You are yeah, they got the electric cars, innit? You're a proper uncle, boy. The electric bikes are just going to knock you down, boy. There's bare them electric bikes yeah, that, that they're doing yeah. the just eat business. And enough of times they look like they're going to kill me when they, when they come Because no one can hear them. No, no I'm, yeah. so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I just saw the Guardian headline. I have to read it to you. Yeah. So for, farewell, Questy. Your career died so Liz Trusses might live for <laughs> at least 15 minutes more. <laughs> These guys are killing both of them. Like, oh you know my I mean? days! Well, they're saying that they think that. Um, I just said to uh, you in the head, but they're definitely saying that they're trying to replace her with Rishi Rishi now again. No, she said she won't resign after Jamie. sacking Quartex. Jamie, yeah, man. she won't resign. But they, they, if they, they, they again, I said, um, if they manage to push through this no confidence thing, then we'll see. Yeah, I want to quickly um, before we continue with uh, all the shenanigans that take place in Parliament uh, today. Um, we already had those oh you've had them already we that's no problem for half an hour. that's <laughs> fine I don't want to add I'm sure that you guys have added your bit and you've um, done your thing so mm-hmm. there's no need for me to add so you can catch me on Instagram on aka Mr. Wolf on Twitter on aka underscore Mr. Wolf mm-hmm. um, I got quite a few follow backs after that little tweet that I sent that lady in her you know about I think Stavos uh, threw a tweet about a woman saying that she will eat Pounded yam and eba. Yeah, for breakfast. Yeah, man. She said no. She said some, blow, some, blow by like blow by blow. She, she, no, she said she'll have them together. Yeah, yeah alternate alternative blows. Yeah, so I basically said, mind that that you know, continue to talk like that, and you'll get marriage proposals, and you might find yourself over my shoulder. Yeah, I didn't get anyone like the comment. Yeah, but I got a number of followers from it. Women or men? Women. Are you your problem? I've got no problem, but they all kind of. They're like, some girls sliding, like that forward talking in the DMs They're like that forward talk. Oh, they're in the DMs? No, no, no. Not DMs. Oh, I'll take that back. This is not a follow and a DM is a different thing. a different thing. Some yeah, people yeah. follow you just to see if you're, if you're greasy. Yeah, yeah, if you're, yeah, yeah, There's a lot of filth out there, you know? Uh, trust me. Anytime somebody puts a filthy comment on uh, Twitter, you see all these thousands of likes. They're there. And people, you know, they're clicking on the profile to see if there's just as filthy in their profile. This person got any media things in there? Because they look to the media, innit? Yeah, to see if you're doing anything funny. But anyway. Only fans. 
Yeah. Only real. uncles. <laughs> <laughs> only uncles, only fans. I've got a proverb this week. Yeah, we did. We did wonder if you're gonna come with a Ghanaian one, but you've come with a yeah Nigerian one, man. And you know, <laughs> there's no Ghanaian proverbs. He's been rinsed. Ghana must go. Everything. There's just no way that um, it can be played down. But I was with my mum prior to coming here, you know. And you know, as you know, maybe if you listened from last week, uh, uh, Big Wahala helped me uh, strip out the bathroom. So I've been doing little renovations in the property. Um, buying bits and it seems like once you've bought and you feel like that is it then there's more that you have to buy oh but you need to get that but you need to get that as well and you need to get that so mm. I've got these guys doing their bit and then they, I said look just give me everything you never get everything do you get me and so I can just you know and then just at least I can have it off my head but to be fair I'll change one or two things in the bathroom that I want and um, yeah so out of delivery and um yeah my mum i was just saying i'm broke out here and she said don't worry son you know it's all for you know long-term investment and all these kind of of things and and said you enjoy 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 and then she just dropped a little proverb as our yoruba parents do every now and then Mm -hmm. so um this is the yoruba proverb um via mama wolf okay yeah for real though bruv Mama Wolf, listen to this. Yoruba people say that Omotoba Shishe, Oye Koni Asiko, Atisimi. It means that a person that works hard must have a time of either enjoyment or a treatment to yourself. You treat yourself, you look after yourself. Very good. Yes. Very mm. good. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Mama Wolf. Yeah, for real. For real. Let me let me let me let me drop the beginning bit again. Yoruba people say that Omotoba Shishe Oye Koni Asiko Atisimi. Yeah. Yeah, so that's this week's Yoruba proverb. For those people um, that work hard, just know that you have to have a little bit of balance as well. You know, you're working hard and you're spending money on certain things. Just mm. don't forget to um, spend money on yourself and to enjoy a bit of life every now and then. And that's for real, for real. And um, yeah, let's kickstart this thing. I don't know, because I still think we should give one for brother. <laughs> if there was no elephant in the jungle, the buffalo would be a great animal. <laughs> Shout out, Baba Quest. Yeah, well, that's funny though. That was a good one. But yeah. this, one, I'm just looking up. I'm just looking him up. You know, don't let's not disrespect the guy. Too the man's much. got things going on in his life, bro. I've told the, you this already. This man has studied the four corners of education. Look at this. He's St Paul's Juniors, Eton College, Trinity College, Harvard University, University of Cambridge. He has studied studying. He did, he did what proper Africans do. He, he is, continued until he got to the point where he wanted to get that money and then they removed him from office. I Go got ahead. a degree from here. I got a degree from there. I went to this college. I went to that college. The yeah, man there don't care about us, man. But um, there's uh, minimal sympathy from um, a lot of quarters. And um, I'm, I'm um, personally uh, enjoying the uh, tweets and all the uh, social media uh, banter. Surrounding it, at the no. end of the day, I've I've got maybe about two people 
two, three people that because of that, their chances of buying a property just disappeared. Do you get me? Just like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they said- What part of the budget was the problem? I'm not sure, but from what he done, it removed about a thousand mortgages. Ah, uh, yeah, because the bank said, mm. yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. boom, just like that. So they've said, listen, whatever you're doing with your house, I want input because now I can't do anything now. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? So it's a shame, you know what I mean? Because I remember when I was at that point and then to have it, imagine me, me imagining that point and people having it just taken away like that. It was just, it must be a horrible it's, feeling. It's a horrible feeling. It's a horrible feeling. Anyway. It is what it is. It's life. That's so how's, how, how, are you, how are you guys doing? I haven't got much topics, if any topics at all. But how, so how are you guys doing? How, how's, how's your week's been? Very busy. Um, you know, I'm, I do shift work in my place of work. Mm. And um, sometimes I work from half six in the morning to half two. And other times I work from 2.30 in the afternoon to half 10. So all of last week I was doing half two to half 10. And I'm okay with the balance. But last week, that was not the shift to be on. <laughs> he struggled oh my god it wasn't so much a struggle it's just that I had so much shit that I had to do and then I've I've got that small window mm. to do shit before I go to work whereas if it was the other way around I've got plenty of time after work I can kind of run around quickly maybe ask somebody to come in an hour early or whatever the case may be so um, that is what um, I was dealing with and and also uh yeah, just dealing with the boy as well. Yeah, so let's know? have a how's, how's he done with his first week up there? So, yeah, he's, if, if you don't know, Mr. Wolf's uh, son is now 18 years of age. He's been 18, he's going to be uh, 19 soon. Yeah, actually. but he's at the age of university age mm-hmm. and he's now gone off to university. Yeah. First, so, first, we're doing enjoyment. Yeah, first, I think, two weeks now. Mm. Yeah, so today's Friday and um, he's coming down to, uh, to surprise his mum. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I'm coming down, Dad. I'm going to surprise Mum because I know that his mum's going to... She'll you know, be missing him, boy. Of course. You know what I mean? And the surprise is I would have loved to have been there. Do you know what I mean? Because, you know... Yeah, it's nice. I like to see those kind of reactions. you know what I mean? So, so yeah, he's coming down, um, spend the weekend, and then he's going to go back up on Sunday morning. Um, but whenever I've spoke to him, which is, to be honest, it's been late after university times, I mean... Mm. He's always been with the man. Uh, did you know all these man go to the same university as him, or has he got new friends now? I think yeah, nice. Nah, the guys this is like not the. He's got a couple of the core guys, and then mm. a couple others. So okay. the, like one of his closest friends, they go to the uni. So oh, I'm at such and such uh, accommodation. I'm at such and such. I'm at, okay. So your whose place are you at now? Such and such. Okay. Do they ever come to you? They say yeah, yeah, yeah. They come to mine. So you know. Um, yeah, oh, to just, be, to just, be just at uni again. The whole did you travel for uni? Nah, you nah. stayed in London. I stayed in London. How about you? I didn't go uni. Oh, you didn't go uni. I didn't go ah. uni. No, he's lied to you, man. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't go uni, but he was there. I was, he was there. there. Yeah, I was there. See, Us see, man see, didn't see. go to uni. We used to travel to Brunel, though. We used to travel up there. Like Brunel we, was like probably the uni that you wanted to be at because it was pure blacks and enough women. Yes, you get me. So it, I, you know, I would have. In hindsight, I would have liked to have gone out, but I chose. I said, no, I'm not going. I'm staying in London. Yeah, that's me too, because I wanted you know to save. I, mean? I didn't want to be spending. I didn't see the point of it. Yeah. So, but now I didn't now, finish either. But the problem is, and that might be a reason, 
because a lot of the time now I see that my university experience was bad because I didn't stay out. I think if I stayed out of uni and maybe going out or further out, I would have had a better experience of, because I hate university. Mm. I would have had a better experience of university than than um I did because I stayed in London mm. because it was just like my normal day, isn't it? I just went to, it's like I was going to school again or college mm. or whatever. I still went to work. I still went to think everything I did normally all I was doing was instead of going to whatever school yeah, or college, went, I just went to, to yeah. university instead. Yeah. I didn't really have any of people that I met that's lifelong friends from university. Okay. I went with, with uh, Brownskin, he came with me so and he dropped out. Then he went, lived, he, he dropped out but was living near Brunel. I don't know, that's another situation. <laughs> so. He loved what, well. what was your um, job? Can you share that? Well, at the time I was working at Sainsbury's. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was working at Sainsbury's. Sainsbury's holds me down from when I was at college to when I was finishing uni until I got my job, Sainsbury's held me down. So I, you never heard. So, so you was there you for, never for a, a good whole period. Yeah, you never heard me say a bad word yeah. of Sainsbury. I think I was at Sainsbury's for about five years. Yeah, I went and to a few. I've worked in a few places. I was at, um, yeah, Sainsbury's was my first job, uh, and then I moved from there to Harvey Nichols. Oh, okay, Harvey Nichols. Yeah. I'm going with Harvey Nichols. I was, I was, I was top floor. Oh, is it food hall? It's a food hall, yeah. Nah. I, can but I swear, with your, with your I, head in it. No. <laughs> Uh, and I had hair then as well. Trust that's me. what I'm laughing. I had a wicked shape up them them times. But you know what? Um, I can't imagine you in the shape up. Listen, I had people stop me. Where'd you get your haircut? That's how good my barber was or is. So about a year ago, two years ago actually, I went to um, buy myself a birthday present. Okay. And I actually went into Harvey Nichols. Okay. And that was... I think that was the first time I went into Harvey Nichols since I actually left and it brought back so many, so many memories, bruv. It was a great experience, man. Like Harvey Nichols was the bomb, man. Like the whole idea of uh, staff discounts, they, your special day where you go to a certain place, you get all the calms that you want and that was a great, pure students. When I see people in there now, it's like I had a conversation with the guy. I said, like, I used to work in and, you know, you see the young uh, students or the young mm. adults in there and you think that was me, man. Just realise how old that man is. You, you get me? There's certain people that still work in my same that I, when I was there, boy. Serious? Yeah, because some, some people are life, people, isn't it? Yeah. Some people are life, isn't it? And they're just yeah. there. And I think to myself, I'm, ha- I'm hoping that you're happy still there. Because yeah. that's not the thing, in it? But boy, man, I'm, I can't even go complain. That place held me down, boy. I used to do night shifts like, I used to have drug dealer money, man, at the time, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, because now she's was paying me all right, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I was, because a couple of my brothers was, was doing them things, and I and I never used to be short of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to, I'm I made to pay, my, pay for my car, pay for my insurance, pay for everything yeah, through Sainsbury's, boy. And I was there make, making money, especially them nights. I used, to, I used to put up my mini disc, sit down in my, and do, and do uh, my stacking and, and packing, boy. Stacking and packing. And yeah. Then I'll go in the morning and go, uh, collects my other my other money for my other hustle. On 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 a um, <laughs> on a thing, yeah. Um, a few months ago, it must have been just before the summer. Mm. It was when your sister came on the podcast. Yeah. Okay. So me, Stavros, and your sister was in the car, and we were talking about our kids being happy yeah. or us doing what we would like them to do. Stavros obviously wants everybody to be happy and you know I just want my child to be happy it doesn't matter what they do and you're talking about lifers in Sainsbury's mm. you know and um, that made me remember the conversation he said would you prefer because I said I want my children to do the best that they can so they can be the best version of themselves mm. you know um, shout out Kwasi <laughs> for real you know so he goes but don't you just want them to be happy and I said yeah 
of course I want him to be happy, but at the same time, I want him to have a decent career. You know, I want him to be able to support themselves in a way that um, perhaps their expectation levels, to perhaps where they're going to meet their expectation levels, you know? So he said, so what if they wanted to work in Sainsbury's? And then I said, no. <laughs> wow. I remember said, you saying this earlier. Yeah. I, I don't want them to have a career in Sainsbury's. And, Large up to those people that are still there because I'm sure that if I was go to go to yeah, but you don't you say a career in Sainsbury's you can be the the, the, the chief executive officer of Sainsbury's. There's a lot, now, there's there's a lot of people with a lot of money in, in Sainsbury's. Are you talking about there's, there's, working in a store? Working in a Sainsbury's store. There's a difference to working head office. You know, shout out to the head office. I have got some friends that used to work there, and working at in an actual store, which Stavros also worked in Sainsbury's as well. Yeah, you he, I mean? he was a long time there as well. Yeah, him I now said now that if 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 my kid is happy to just work there and chill for most of their life, then I will see myself as a failure. See, this is the thing, right? And I don't want anybody to see say, take it this way, but I don't. I always enjoy when people say that they want their children to be happy because I also agree with that. Mm-hmm. But I don't want them to be happy and useless. Does that I'll get you. So not to say anything to do with working in a store is useless because I don't think that. I think that if, that, if you actually work in, uh, in that store and... I don't know. The circumstances of your life means that that's where you end up. So, then, so be it. Then, then I'd rather you, you got be yourself happy. an income. And yeah, that, then I'd rather you be happy working there than being depressed about the fact that you're there. But I'm a bit like you. I would prefer you to work in a different establishment that probably gets you more money and allows you to, to enjoy to, life in, more in, in, in a little bit. Ways. Yeah, in different yeah. ways. But you see, here's the thing. You said you prefer it. Mm. He said almost like he forbade it. Well, because yes. he was yes. in the head, he's forbid, but he can't stop it. So that's the thing. I forbid it. As a true Nigerian uh, father, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, w- I just, I would not be pleased that that would be their All right. um, um, career goal to just be a checkout assistant. Let me ask you a question. Large then. up to them people there. Let me ask you a question. Nah. This, this is a proper old question. Right, you, you can have a you and they're going to be working in Sainsbury's, yeah? And in, I don't know, let's say £10 an hour or £9 an hour, whatever they earn. Yeah. In fact, let's do a monthly wage. They earn two grand up, three grand a month. Two grand a month. Two, two. Not, two say two grand a month, yeah? Yeah. Working in Sainsbury's. Or they could be doing scams, right? Earning 12 grand a month, right? They are never, ever going to get caught. Ever. <laughs> never, ever. <laughs> police are never going to... always put Police are never going to find them. Caveat in there. No, because I want you to know. The police are never going to find them, right? They're never going to have any problems with the law at all. But they're doing scams only to 12 grand a week. I mean, I'm up, sorry. Right? Now, I know that's more than you're getting. I know that's more than what I'm getting 12 grand a month. Like, tax free. Uh, that, that's footballers' wages, bro. That's, that's like league. That's league one championship business. Bro. Yeah. Right? Uh, well, you're asking me. I'm asking you. Let, uh, Which, simple side, no, but that's the first. You don't want to have the problem. You don't want to the problem. Which one would you prefer them to do? I would prefer them to live an honourable life. I really would. Um, as much as the money... It's 48 grand? Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it, um, it, 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 sorry, it's a 12 a day, grand a month. A no, week, sorry, it's a 12 grand a month. Are they, yeah. um, they um, going to be in Sainsbury's for the rest of their life or do they have a chance? No, of, this is it. They, they have a scamming or, or stacking. Sa- <laughs> 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 <sighs> Never get caught. And bumping... The establishment in it, yeah. So it's one hundred and forty-four thousand pounds a year, tax-free. Or how much does I say? Two, two, two grand a month in it. Yeah, two, two grand, grand a month. month. Yeah. Or twenty-four thousand a year. Yeah, twenty-four thousand a year. Damn. 
That's a good hundred and twenty thousand pound difference. Yeah, I really would want them to live an honourable life. I never asked you what you'd want. I said, what, what would you tell them to do? I, w- I need to tell them. They basically say, look, dad, dad, these are my options. These are my options. You know that you are the one that's passing down this this sentence. Same way you told them that you don't Stacking want stacking to- or scamming, bro. Same way you told them that they can't work in Sainsbury's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and they're not scamming. One. When I say scamming, I don't mean they're scamming old women or whatever. It's, it's just just the establishment. They didn't, them, you know, them, you thing, know. them card things. You know, they're doing a thing with the mm. banks that are bumping us anyway. Yeah, yeah. Okay, look how he's justified. Uh, oh, okay, which one are you taking? <laughs> oh, question. I don't know. You don't know. Okay, I just like, I was, it's like it's horrible. Back to you. It's horrible. I'm coming back to you though. So yeah, let me let me hear because I think maybe when you guys talk, it will sway oh, me okay. one right. one or which way. So the thing is, it's difficult for me because Why I didn't have a problem with them being happy working in Sainsbury's. Yeah, then you should have no issue answering this question then. No, but if you're asking this question because they, he said no to them working in Sainsbury's. Yeah, but you can, yeah, you don't have an opinion of both situations eh? Mm. My friend, I'm not letting you off the hook here, bro. <laughs> which one would you want your child no, to do? No, 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 Humpty Dumpty fence sitting, brethren. If, yeah, I mean, if they're never going to get caught, then. The one that's giving them the more money, isn't it? So you're 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 prepared to be a father of a scammer. All yeah, right, yeah. no problem. <laughs> What's your child do? He's scamming. Yeah. I'm, I'm not taking no, no. You tell him that he's a, a sole, he's, he's like he's business. a sole trader. He's, he's doing business he's and, doing that, business. and he's invested <laughs> the I'm money. Not, bro. I'm not taking any. I'm not taking any um, clout for it. Yeah, mm. but he might that's just he, he might just put money business. in the mailbox, man. Okay. It's not my business. It's your business. He might just put money in the mailbox. Okay, or she, you know. All right, you know. All right, so you're 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 happy with the scam, Mr. Wolf? I'm coming back to you now. Oh yeah, yourself? No, I'll come back to you first. <sighs> Dad, I'm making bare money. <laughs> you don't see. see that Mercedes Benz outside, brother? That's mine, you know. Cash, cash, blood. No, but these people now they're so good with their scamming. They've got all manner of crypto and all manner of this and that and I'm the flip, other. I'm different. flipping it. Yeah. I'm flipping this money, fam. And, you and is he a useless, have... though? I never said, well, you can't be that much of a useless if he's making your hundred. So that means that he's not just making money and just putting the money in the bank for it to just sit. So he's he's going to use that money to do other things, isn't it? I'm not saying, okay, but he's, in both ways, he could do the same thing. Yeah, but with this, he can like buy properties and take Oh, my it. friend, just answer the question. Which one is your son doing? Or your daughter even? I don't know why I'm putting scamming on just men like women don't scam out here. They do, you know. Yeah, very much ways. well. Oh, God. You know the answer already, but... Okay. Yeah, go on then. Ah! Criminality! <laughs> it's in the blood, you know. No, no, I'll, no, you know, it's simple Simon's fault. All right, so... They you, can mean that. You two are both saying that you, you're, you're going to I know the moral responsibility of a father I don't is to <laughs> teach your child to do the right thing. I can hear them out there. The difference between me and him is I don't touch Bible. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, forgive me, Lord, for that sin. <laughs> yes. For real, you know? I said the guilt. Take chains off. Take rings off. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So you're both saying you're scamming, oh, yeah? That's a horrible one. Okay. That's a horrible question, you bastard. No, I'm just asking the question, man. Go on then. Well, you know me already. I'm gonna tell them to work at series. <laughs> you and your brother, same way, style. No long thing. I don't know if I gotta if you're gonna be happy to look at your child in the face when they get to a certain age and when they ask daddy what they're doing, and you're gonna be saying, Oh mommy what they're doing, oh, I'm scamming. So um, that won't tell you that they're scamming. Well, are they gonna know are they gonna know with the money? They, at one point they're gonna know that their, their parent don't go to work and they seem to be doing movements. 
Yeah, but I think that once you make so much money, I think that naturally you just kind of move into other things. But I said he's doing that for the rest of his life. I did, yeah, I did very clear about that. Everyone works remotely now. <laughs> it's, it's not gonna look dodgy at all. It's what I'm saying. <laughs> Man's in front of the computer, just okay. zeros and ones, and you bare know what people, I mean. Bare people are saying this scammers, and this is the thing, though. We're, we're saying this now. I would have said Sainsbury's, but we're saying this now. But then we also would judge the the parent that has lets their child be a drug dealer. Yeah, but now, do so they? Let, but do they let them? Isn't they can't do nothing about there's it. There's times when people allow people in their house selling drugs. Yeah, no, I don't. I, don't, happens, I yeah. don't think that's necessarily the thing. If you're going to be selling drugs, I don't know if you're going to be doing it under my roof. No, hundred percent, I'm with you. But I think the main component of the the drug the drug dealing child mm. is that the drugs that they're dealing are going to harm harm kill. somebody else. Do you and, think that's and, I mean, and, as, a, as a Rasta man, are you telling me if the man is just shutting weed out here in these streets, is that is harming the masses? No, not well, it depends on the kind of drugs. Isn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, oh, yeah, you know, oh, there's, bare men, there's men that are making bare money off weed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, okay, so let's say weed, innit? I said harming. Yeah, so you think it's harming the masses if he's, if he's shorting that weed? No, I'm saying that's, I'm talking about like drugs that are actually harmed, the ones that we know about. Okay, so you, you if you were selling weed, you won't feel away about it. You no, might even buy some draw him. I don't know about buying some draw That's a bit mad. That is mad. Now, give me some draw now. Nah. <laughs> Serious about life in general. Uh yeah, so no. If it but if it's if you're if you're selling the drugs that we know about, mm. you know what I'm saying? The oxycotton, the the ritalin, the uh um what's that thing called again? The ritalin, the Vicodin. If you're selling all them kind of things. But I didn't even take it to crack cocaine. <laughs> I was taking it straight with crack, crack cocaine. Crack cocaine, fentanyl. Mm, the knees. Yeah, if you're selling all them type of stuff, then you know you're doing damage, isn't it? Okay. All right. So as the is, we're happy with the scams. We're not so happy with the drugs. Yeah, because, you know, this 419 thing, innit? It's like, I remember having a conversation, a slanging match in the barbershop, innit? About the criminality of 419 in comparison to the criminality of <laughs> of a shotter or maybe somebody Only from the Caribbean. Because I was saying like, us Africans, we do this. And you, man, you don't really do it. It's not really your thing. You are looking to hold up a post office bluff. You get me? Whilst us, man, <laughs> going to university to study uh, computers to mash up the place and take our money without anybody seeing our face. That was, no. Was, he, was, he was being he was, uh, joking. Was all, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. He's it was banner. all banner. But I was basically saying, look, the way our 419 works is, is that you don't really see the people who are doing the thing. Mm. Whereas there's other uh, things that people do, like selling drugs and all these kind of things. Obviously, there's somebody at the head. But ultimately... Um, they're still front-facing. People are front-facing and you can be caught and there's a lot of violence behind it. You know, there's uh, people that die be- because of it. Not to say that people, there, there ain't no violence within the, the 419 thing, but um, more time, it's people behind the computer, bruv. You know what I mean? And the technology and having the knowledge about how fast technology moves. I remember when there was this talk about chip and pin is going to help, you know, and that's going to prevent a lot of uh, fraud. It made no difference, man. Like people just move with the times, innit? You know, and it takes smart individuals to be able to beat the system, you know. But mm. I don't know about the the four one nine thing, man. Yeah. We say it's, it's it's a victimless crime, but 
It depends what you're doing. It depends what you're doing it for. I think bro. I think people have been. There's a lot of victims. There's a lot of yeah, people exactly. that that, that um, fall uh, foul to it. You know what I mean? Um, there is insurance, and if it is a bank thing, then you know they will give the money back. But at the time that it happens, I've been a victim of it. Do you know what I mean? I've had people use my details and take money out of my account. Oh wow! Yeah, you know, and you think, wow, Canada? Nah, it's not you, bro. You know, like four ATMs in Canada and boom, money's gone. So, you know, and then you get a phone call and then you say, and then they tell you what's happened. I'm like, right, I'm not definitely not in Canada. You know, I'm in London. Yeah. Well, everyone gets their money back in uh, insurance ways, but you get the money back. It's just at that moment, it's not cool. No, you don't feel, you feel, you feel a way about it. You feel violated. One time. You feel violated. Okay, all right. So <coughs> they touched me without consent. Mm. That's for real. <coughs> this week I went to a concert with my wife. Adekunle Gold. Yeah. Was yeah. it this week? Yeah. Yeah. Who was Sunday. talking to me about Adekunle Gold? It was me. Probably. No, no. Someone recently just I can't remember. Somebody and they were saying that they love Adekunle Gold. It was probably someone. Well, in fact, it was my colleague, mm. Asian brother. Uh, South Asian. These, these these people love their Afro Listen, beats, you know. Let me tell you now. And he says, Adakunle Gold's got some bangers, you know. Let me tell you now, Mr. right? Wolf. I went, when I went, okay, so let me just start it off in it fresh. So I went to go watch Adakunle go with my good wife mm-hmm. on um, last Sunday. And at, you wasn't at, looking forward to it? At Brixton. No, I wasn't. I was looking forward to it before. It's just I didn't want to then go out. It feels okay. like. But it's not like he's. A, a he wanted Adakunle Gold to come to him. Yes, in my own house, basically. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been per- perfect for me. But anyway, so in then we, we, we went to the Brixton Academy and I'll talk about Brixton in a bit, right? Went to Brixton Academy, you know, walked in, got a, a good time. We got, I made sure I got there um, late because I was watching uh, Arsenal smash Liverpool. <laughs> come on! Okay. Come on! Come yeah, on! How many did you score? 3-1? Three, we scored 3-2. Three, two. Three, three, two. Two. We got bumped, but it's okay. There we go. Skata, skata. <laughs> but anyway, they lost. We, get, we, we went there, so I, I was in good spirits by the time that mm-hmm. I got there. And then, um, yeah, so we went in, got there about 8.30. He was coming on about 9. Uh, unfortunately, Manny, Manny Note was on the de- on the decks having uh, problems, boy. I feel sorry for the man. Mm-hmm. There was some guy with his DJ deck. The, the, the tunes was coming out and cutting up, blah, 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 Dang. blah. But anyway, eventually some next DJ, I don't know why, he's, he seemed to be fine. He came on, got the trad really hype. And then Ali Kole Gold came on and gave us his his, his songs. Now, the problem with me and Ali Kole Gold is that I came in at Ali Kole Gold when he did, I think his name album was Afro Pop. So after the last two albums, I'm I'm involved with Ali Kole Gold. Not necessarily the ones before, right? right. Or, the, or the songs before that. So he came on these couple of songs that I knew. I was vibing, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he started going into his, you know what they say, all the people that's been with me from the beginning. And I was like, I ain't none of them brothers. <laughs> and he was singing these songs and I was just there looking, like, yes, tapping my feet. Like, I don't know this song. Mm-hmm. I don't know this song. I don't know this song. But either way, he sung them really well. I, I had, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm getting a bit old now, though. The music was too loud for me. Oh my days! <laughs> oh man, my concert, my ears was saying ringing. That I'm loud, you know. My ears about was ringing blood. No, it was ringing. My ears were ringing. And the problem is now, maybe Stubbs put it into my heart or whatever. But the the actual, um, he had a live band. Live band was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I love about Nigerian artists. They have five bands, most of them, mm-hmm. and they are fantastic. He, he, you couldn't just ask them to play something or just play it. Mm-hmm. But um, they were very, very loud. So I couldn't actually hear him 
Oh no. As much as I could hear them. Oh no. I don't like that. Yeah, I didn't like that either. So I would rather have heard him over the vocals. Because his wife came out, Simi. I don't know if any of you lot know who Simi is. Oh, Simi's his wife. Simi's his wife. Beautiful oh, yeah. lady, Simi. The singer as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, so Simi came out. I know it's you know because your wife likes it. Like yeah. So she came out and they actually just did a like basically more of like a a cappella with like a like a slight vocal. I mean sorry, um like uh beat underneath it, maybe played by the DJ or whatever, and you can hear her perfectly. Beautiful singing. So yeah, so and you could hear the difference if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. He could sing, not to say that he cannot sing at all, but it's just that because the band was so loud behind him, it was very difficult to pick out what he was saying and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But it was a good concept. So Simi came out, um, Lucky Day came out. Don't know mm-hmm. if you know who Lucky Day is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and because um, he did the song Sinner with Lucky Day, Lucky Day came out to do Sinner. Uh, Nao came out. Nao, which Nao? Oh, Her name is Nao. N a o. Nao. Um, mixed mixed race woman. No, she's very black. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Else. But yeah, she's a singer anyway. So she came out. She's got a song with him. And then me and my wife, it, it was near the end. We could see that it was coming at the end of the, the thing. And me and my wife, I said, "Look, listen, I need to go to the toilet now." Yeah, so I'm going to the toilet. And then my wife said, "You know, what? I'm going to follow you out." And she said, "You know, it's, it sounds like it's the last song, so we should just maybe make our way exit there." So we left. So one of my brothers in there said, "Well, one saluted him, walked out." And then, um, but by the time that we got to. Uh, the car drove off, blah, blah, went home, right? Yeah. Nah. The next day, yeah. I see. I looked on Twitter and I'm seeing all of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we saw Lucky Day. We saw uh, Neo. We saw Simi. Uh, we saw Davido. I said, eh? No, no. <laughs> I said, pardon? Wow. Which Davido again? I said, no, the video was there. You left. I think we actually left while the video was on the stage. We just didn't know the video was actually oh there. Oh my wow. day! I have no problem. I, I, didn't, I don't need to see the video. It's not a big deal for me. But it's like I, I wanted to have my whole money's worth. I'm gonna have it. That's why. That's why I'm saying on my days. But then this is the old. This is where the old man behavior came out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if because I, I got home fast, bro. Is it now? If I stay for the video, I might not have got home as fast. And mm-hmm. now I'm thinking, which one would have, would, have, <laughs> would have been the thing for me? But yeah, so we missed the video. But the concert was really good. I enjoyed myself. I still, I, I think I want to go watch Burn Away for out of all of them now. That's the one. I've seen Wizkid. Seen and I've told you already, I was screaming like one bitch in Wizkid. <laughs> <laughs> I was screaming like one hood rat woman. I would have woman. loved to have seen that, boy. I love Wizkid, man. I'm not going to lie to you. Wizkid came out and he did the classics, the ones that I like. The mm. albums that I like. So even now, Made in London, if they did that one, I would be good to hear him, him do the new ones as well. And Starboy album, which I really, really love. So that was, the, last, the last time I went to go and see him, he had only done Ayo, I think. And then that was the album that he, I, I watched him for. I think it was Robert Hall. But yeah, that was one of my favorite concerts ever. And one day Cole was there. So, um, but I would like to see Burner Boy because I really like this Burner Boy album. I really the like this Burner Boy album. Banging, bro. So, I don't know if, I think he's coming. I don't know if the tickets are probably sold out by now, but I'm, if oh, I, well, is he, yeah, I think he has, isn't it? I think he's, I think he's coming because I saw something on the stage when it was, when uh, Ali Kunlego was there saying his European tour or something no, like that. I don't that. think there's a date or anything. Maybe he hasn't got a London date yet, but I'm sure he'll come at some point. I like the fact that the man they live in, in, in Nigeria and come. Here to tour. I don't know if he lives in Nigeria, you know, Burner Boy. You don't think I so? Think he I does. Don't, I don't. Whiskey lives here, but he don't. I don't think he. I don't think Whiskey lives here. Yeah, bro. Is it? He lives in London. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We got so, a child here as well. Man. I don't. I don't know about Burner Boy because Burner Boy is more London than he is Nigeria, isn't it? So to be honest, but so, do me a favor then. What's that? When you get your tickets, can you get a couple for me, please? If I if I get them, yeah, I know oh, that oh. you'll be quick 
quick on the. You what? Know what I'm saying? Stafford's wife was the one that gets my tickets. Oh, for real? Yeah, because she's got O2 and they just have yeah, their yeah, priority. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she usually gets my tickets for me. <laughs> I said, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll see whether or not to, she can. I'm going to have to speak to Mad Cats. Still. Yeah, so let's see. Still. Let's see if he comes still. anyway. If he does, then I'm, I might get some tickets to go watch Burner, and then I'll probably be shitting myself for all the time waiting, thinking how oh, I'm gonna be around all these bloody people. But yeah, I do, I do think I want to see him. But going back to what we were saying, there's a few things I want to discuss about it. One, you're very right. In the crowd, I saw a lot of Oibo and Asian Asians, people, yeah. and I was thinking Asians are on this Afro thing, yeah, yeah, man. They were there. They were. They knew the songs. They were on it. I was like, okay, so it's now becoming international. One time. And it's beautiful to see what well, in the right circumstances. <laughs> anyway, because I didn't call it goes does a lot of Yoruba in, his, in his, some of his mm-hmm. songs, and the people are singing Yoruba, and I'm like, it's, it's mad. It's nice to hear yeah. Yoruba being sung like that. It's, it's nice to see live band and people playing Fuji back with like proper music, yeah. like with the live band, and and they're getting these people, big people on stage doing what they're doing. It's nice to see. It's good to be there. I enjoyed seeing that. You know, you know. I, just, I said I don't know like people from the Caribbean. They've had this for a long time where their Caribbean artists come, and obviously their culture's been here for so long that it's probably not even a thing for them to blink to hear somebody speaking in patois mm-hmm, or speaking mm-hmm. in any type of um mm-hmm. caribbean dialect and then coming to do their shows here and, and hearing of uh, people that's got nothing to do with you even africans ourselves isn't it which obviously let me not link us because we're linked together shout out shakara that he's been having a beef with everyone this sometimes i think people just need to allow people to have their things that's but that's another conversation for another day mm. but um yeah man so but for us as Nigerians and, and Africans especially, like Ghanaians as well, Muslim and also, when you come and hear your people, no, what are you saying like that for? No, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not even making a slander about that because they, they when it comes to Afrobeats, it's mostly Ghanaians and Nigerians are yeah, the yeah, artists yeah. that will come in. Yeah. And shout out to Congolese man as well because them man have been doing it for a long time. Yeah, um, but I don't for know how many. Real? I don't know how many um, like different races come to come and see the Congolese men but I'm pretty certain they probably have a lot of people that come and see them but to hear them speak in your language to sing in those songs and whatever again me I don't really like the colonizers in in, 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 the, in the respects of most things but it is interesting to see them you know fully embracing the music yeah yeah. even though I've, I know that they're looking to steal at some point anyway but it's, it is it is interesting but yeah man I, I enjoyed the, the concert it was really, it was a really good concert I enjoyed myself I said to somebody the other day that Yoruba is becoming an international language it is and they were he was looking at me like, are you sure? I said, yeah. I said, your music is traveling all over the world and people, one of the good things that Yoruba music has done is that they, they spit in Yoruba. There's a lot of people that a lot have bits, put bits, now, you know, bits and pieces of Yoruba. You know, not, the, not the funny, when, when um, Ashake was uh, breaking out, I said that, this is what I said. I said, if it wasn't for the fact that he spoke a lot of Yoruba, this guy would be as big as some of the biggest Afrobeat but he is. artists. Right. But this is when he was just simmering. And then someone says, do you know what? I think it's not going to make a difference. And they were making his, their point known. And lo and behold, look at him now. It's like, you've but got is people... is that because of his language? Or is it because... I okay, think... This is think... the thing. If Asake, yeah. Burner boy, pass him, No, no, no. It's not no, that. It was uh, Olomide. It's not that. It's I'm a piano. Yeah. Maybe. His album is I'm a piano yeah, album. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Let's but, be I real. but I don't think that he's been um, listened to because of the I'm a piano. Ooh. I don't. I, I, I wouldn't I say that, bro. No, but I don't think I don't think that they're feeling him because of that. No, I think like, it, I think it, I think he makes a big, big, big it, thing for about it. It, it, helps, think, it helps him to travel. Yes. Without a doubt. But the fact that it, a lot of uh, his lyrics is Yoruba, I'm like, and people are out here just singing 
the tunes like and i'm like where are you oh, from like, nice. you know it's like people are just yeah, out yeah, here yeah, oh, God, nice. even me i don't know like with a lot of songs that i really like whether it could be kendrick lamar or whatever I do not know the lyrics back to back. Exactly. Back back in the day, I used to learn the lyrics. You know, ask me about Biggie Smalls, and I'll two tunes I'll know back to back. You know, uh, Mob Deep back in and the day, those, no. those, those those kind of. But now, but, but now it's like just, I don't know if it's the memory thing. Or, but when you hear, see these concerts and you see little clips on Instagram and where he's in Germany or he's here or he's there, oh, bro, they're going and mad. Then, these people are going mad, bro. It's very small venues. By lyric. Yeah, but he's, small. He, he sold out, I think, I don't know where he's going to, maybe my Brixton as well, I can't remember, but he sold out his show, his first one, fast, to the point they had to give him a second one and now they're giving him a third one. Here in London? In London. That's how much... Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how much he sold I would, I would have loved to have gone, but I do feel... I do feel it's going to be full of children there. It is. And have you seen the ones that's happening in America? No. Oh my God! These people are going mad for this guy. Yeah, <laughs> they got mad for him right. in America. But the thing, see, you know, that's it. I think I mentioned on my podcast how my wife did slight me about this album. Um, yes. What, yes. By what saying? Do you even know what he's saying? <laughs> yeah. But do you know what he's I, saying? I felt, I felt that pain in the chest. Like you can't fully enjoy this because <laughs> you, you don't know what he's saying. That that hurt me, man. Um, for me, who is on this mission to 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 learn the language, you know. God as my witness I'm trying and I think I need to try harder you get me to fully commit myself to it um, these, to these, there, man. these things help do you get me these things help like listening speaking to people at work I've got a few people at work you know that laugh at me at the same time they're teaching me and things like that you know I've got some, these days I'm doing a long distance driving I put it in the car uh, this young lady that I'll maybe use as my um um, and recommendations so just using women you know now. just <laughs> she she is a teacher of Yoruba on YouTube so I listen to these things so uh, someone said watch the Yoruba films on YouTube you know there's certain ones that with the subtitles and you will learn I know someone who said that they learn Yoruba by just the films alone yeah you get what I'm saying yeah but then have you sat down with your mum watched them films no all right Right. That way your mom watched them films to tell right. you that the subtitles the subtitles wrong. is not saying anything that these people it are saying it may not bro. be but these are people that will speak fluently and understand Yoruba based on the movies innit so I, I get do you know what sometimes I will ask my mum um, to translate that like she'll say something you know she might say something to my dad or she might be on the phone and she might have said a sentence and I'll say translate that and my mum will be like Mm. I, I, was, I was just about to say the exact same thing there's no translation for it and then I just asked my dad and my dad will just drop it because my dad seems to have this more idea of uh, a better knowledge of maybe the English because to maybe, be fair he just knows how to translate it because yeah, my dad is still uh, you know God bless him and I say this with the ultimate respect like he is not a city man and I know what you mean, but I hope you understand what I mean by that. Yeah. The complete opposite to the city. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not going to say it, but. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with saying it though? He's a bushman. He's the village. <laughs> village bushman. Yes. You get me? And there's nothing wrong you know with that. Like, like, don't like, let anybody like, uh, make tool. it sound like it's a bad yeah, thing. Yeah. He's a village man. Like, you know. My, d- but, my, dad, but, once but to, my dad once wanted to strap a, a mattress to the top of an S Class Mercedes yes. because he's from there. He's from <laughs> the village. It's not a Mercedes, bruv. Mercedes. It's a Mercedes. You get me? You know what I'm saying? So um, 
yeah, like he can, he seems to be able to translate it more. Whereas my mum's uh, vocabulary of the English language is much better than my dad's. But I don't know how that works out. But yeah, it's sometimes translation is very difficult for people from back home. You know, although they can speak and understand English very, very well, uh, translating it is not the easiest thing to do. But listen, the idea that these people, English, European, German, Spanish, you know, uh, South Asian, you know, all these different people from different cultures are speaking Yoruba slang. Yeah, yeah, so, so, so. and Yoruba language uh, because of the culture of our music is a big thing. Yeah, it was an interesting concert. Anyway, as I said, I enjoyed myself. So, what did you want to say about Brixton? Oh man, because I came out of Brixton Station whilst everybody was kind of going in. Because I'm thinking I must have missed you maybe by ten minutes or whatever. Uh, there's some South London man still in my in my workplace, and I tease them about that. And I think to myself, yeah, 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 but I'm always in my head thinking nah, it's not that bad anymore. It's not, bruv. I pulled up in the whip in South London. I said, I said, what's going on here? Then it's like the walking dead. And when I say yep. that, I mean the nitties are walking like the walking Mate, dead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like thriller, man. Like Halloween's coming in a bit, isn't it? I said, what is this? Nice anyway, mad. Two, two. Now, I, this one I know that I'm, I, I, I'm still hood, but there's still elements of me that's quasi quasi. For those that don't know what nitties are, tell them, please. Because I've got a few new addicts, listeners. Addicts, crack addicts. Crackheads, drug Addicts, right? Not the ones that got enough money to keep the the the, the, the drugs going, alive, basically yeah. going. Not the functioning at crack addicts, just the crack addicts. So anyway, mm. I pulled up in my whip, and I said, "Let me go and find parking." Now there's a lot of parking around that area, mm-hmm. but then I looked at it and I said, "But you do just I really want to leave the car anywhere. here?" So two twos, the first place I parked, I parked I think, in front of some barber shop, and I can't, I looked around, and I said, "I said this is what I said." Sometimes. You know, stuff we said sometimes that his wife is not always hood and she doesn't. Yeah. My wife is, is hoodish, but sometimes I've, I look at her like, you should know better than this. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so we pulled up to the crack. Uh, I know t- what sorry, barbershop you're talking about. Whichever barbershop it is. It was, it was right next to the tire shop, innit? I can't remember. Okay. But I pulled up anyway and I said, let me park here. And then um, I looked around and I see people was looking at my car, right? Looking at my car, looking at my car. Ah, these people, man. Anyway, I got the car. I parked it. Reading goes, hey, because I was parked some cl- close to somebody's bicycle. Goes, hey, y'all park your Porsche too close to mine. Yeah. And I was laughing, joking. He goes, but then he was he was actually a helpful guy. But then I see my wife's like, can I, can I put my, my my jacket in the boot? I was oh, looking at oh <laughs> come on. I said, Look, this is not the time when you like opening your boot. Mouth to talk anyway. about them things. Yeah. So the, crackhead, the crackheads now came in. He's moving now, if anybody's watching Walking Dead, when they tell you make a noise, they t- they turn around and they follow you, the, the, the zombies. Yeah, yeah. That's what happens. You heard the beautiful. <laughs> so my brother said to me, all right, bruv, if I was you, I wouldn't park here, you know, because when the vans come up and down the road, they might hit you. He said there's like Mark Suspense or something. So I said, you know, brother, he was like maybe saying, hey, I should move it a little bit forward. I said, you know, brother, you're right. Got in the car and I drove. <laughs> two, two. Now I went around the corner and I found a parking literally just across the road from the venue. Oh, right? And I said, yeah, that's good. And then as soon as I, and I'm not joking, again, as soon as I parked the car and, and, this, woman out the wanted, corner. and this woman wanted to put her car, I figured I could have been, I see some man wearing his mask around his, around his eyes or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this man might have been an uncle, man. I feel bad. He might have just been sick or ill or whatever, but he looked like I did. He was like, hey. I said, oh, come on, man. 
And I said, Brixton ain't changed, bruv. It's, it's even changed, when I, even, bruv. No, even when I got to a traffic it's light. It's around the back. It's the back of house. When I went to the traffic light, there's a traffic light just, just before when you turn around the corner to see Brixton Academy. Yeah, there's a main road, yeah? And there was one. And I know anyone that lives in Brixton must know this woman because everyone knows their local crackhead. Yeah. Everyone yeah. knows them. Yeah. So this woman that was just walking, a light-skinned woman walking up. She's got short hair in it. Yeah. yeah. See, I knew it. <laughs> I said to my wife, everyone knows this crackhead. Whoever, whoever lives in this area or is from this area or knows yeah, this area yeah. well, knows this woman. She goes, what do you mean? I said, they know her, man, because she she's local. She wasn't asking no one for money. She was just nah, walking just up and down the street. Down. Yeah. Right, down the street. And I feel, right funny, in the I, of I feel bad because I see these people and it, makes, it hurts my heart to see them, mm. right? But I don't want them near my car, bro. I don't want them near me. I don't want them near... Mm. <laughs> so I thought to myself, I thought bricks had changed. Brixton ain't changed, man. It's changed, man. In what capacity? Just compared to what it was before. The freeze like, come like, at night. <laughs> maybe, maybe. The freeze come at that night. <laughs> that might be the thing. Like, maybe it's, if you it's, live there, you might see the change in it. It's, it's, a, it's a massive change, but... It must have been bad, bad before. It, it was, was bad, bruv, back in the day. But now, like Bazz, every, everybody's there, isn't it? Like, black, white, whatever, just walking anyhow. I remember it was about... About ten years ago, mm. ten years ago, yeah, about ten years ago, and this it had already changed by then. Where I saw these young boys, it must have been about fourteen, with their skateboards, you know, the kind of baggy mm. uh, mm. Carhartt type trousers that yeah. they wear. They got a skateboard rank there as well, yeah, yeah. And they were around the back, mm. the back streets of Brixton, and I was just looking at them young white boys, just thinking. Once upon a time. Once upon a time, you could not and you would not walk around these ends. Mm. But they've changed it in such a way that it's now become um, safer and it's good. It is good. You get what I'm saying? In terms of the crackheads and the nitties, I do think that they have increased in number. Have you? In comparison, in, in comparison maybe to, they to, get, maybe to these, back in the day. Maybe these people are actually giving them money or something. I don't know. I think that crackers become cheaper and it? it's become more accessible is it yeah oh. it's, it's, a, it's a lot more accessible now um it's, it's even around brixton around fort and Eve, it's i'll give an example of the barbershops now back in the day in the barbershop the mandem would sell you stuff mm. you get me anything you need whether it's shoes clothes tvs back of the lorry kind of stuff DVDs the whole lot Fridays Thursday, Friday, Saturdays everything's getting sold in there now it's the crackheads coming in there to sell you prawns fucking washing up liquids <laughs> yeah. well, wash, well, washing up powders expensive type foods that are in Sainsbury's and and, 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 and uh, Tesco's and Iceland and they're you know deodorants and and, and uh, colognes and that's from, what I was going to say to you yeah from from uh, uh, from certain places like um, and it's changed w- in, in that capacity you I get me I was going to say that the, the number has probably increased because hardship has gotten harder mm. hardship is harder and people yeah. people people are struggling man. yeah people are struggling and that's kind of when you kind of start getting into that kind of road it's, it's weird because I see people like my age or even a younger younger than me and they're crackers and I'm thinking black Asian you get me um, and I'm like that's this is someone's son yeah. you get me like there was a time when you made a decision to have a go yeah you get me and it and, must have been and, something and that pushed you onto that that's what that, I'm saying I don't know what it was you know you may have been you may have gone through something you may have lost someone whatever it is someone has ultimately made a decision to say I'm going to try this and they've just gone off the rails mm. it's mad it is It is interesting to see the perception now that you're saying that you, there's a lot more crackers I, this, even me that's abusing Brixton when I go Hackney now 
because again, it's almost exactly the same thing. Like a lot of the people that used to live in Hackney will tell you Hackney don't change, but the crackers still come out. They're still yeah. there. Yeah, like it's like they're the last stand. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah. but yeah, I feel like they've increased the numbers as well. It's like maybe they feel like they can come out. Maybe them, maybe them man that was out there was robbing them. I don't know. But either way, they seem to be it's more just, option to be coming out as well. And I've seen them more. more, more. There's just more of them, and it's a big shame because I don't know. It's maybe it's my older age. Before when I used to see crackers, I never used to pay them no mind. Right? I think the only time I've ever paid a cracker, the big mind, is when I was on the actual bus and somebody was smoking crack, and I was like, "This is a madness. Like you can't just be coming on the uh, the bus twenty two and be smoking crack." Out of here, bro. Mm, That's ridiculous. Mm. But um. But most of the time, I just, you know, go about my business. When they ask me for money, tell them no and go, whatever. But now it's actually affecting me to the point where I'm seeing it and I'm like, this is bad, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you are a human being that is just like, literally, like, a, like yeah, a zombie. A zombie literally. Like, you're, you are a fiend. You can only uh, function if you have this particular drug. And if you don't have it, you are not functioning. Mm. And it's mad to see. But yeah, I was just shocked to see that Brixton was still on that, boy. Yeah. Nah, it's, it's been bad. I, I'm... I went to, I was at Cashpoint the other day and people at a Cashpoint asking for money. The local, the local crackhead ran my bits, comes up and like, oh, can I can have a pound. I was like, I'm sorry, I ain't even got any change. And she was like, yeah, but I only, it's just a pound. I was like, I haven't got a pound to give you. All right, can you give me five? I said, God damn, what is that? Well, you, yeah. you, you go hard or go home, innit? Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, it makes sense because what can you get for a pound now? It's mad. Bro, you, you can still get stuff for a pound. You can get well in those you can't shops, get, innit? You can't get a portion of chips for a pound no more. I think things have kind of, even though a pound for a chicken and a piece of uh, for a pound ch- can get you a pack of crisps and chips and a piece of chicken has gone up now. It's gone up to yeah, like there's a, not, pound, a pound fifty or there's not there's not pound fifty. I don't I don't know where you're getting a pound fifty. I did this. You can get stuff for a pound still. You can get stuff for a pound. Hot food. Well, you can't get yeah, from 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 cottage chicken and Dallas chicken and then you ones can't there. get anything from remember they remember free rings for ninety nine pence. Remember remember free South rings. London is 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 food, it? has got them on every corner, bro. Where Morley's Morley's it's like everything. <laughs> yeah, but you're talking like, chicken. You're talking you're talking like we ain't got chicken shots like all around here as well. I'm saying I don't can, know. but you can get still get food for a pound. You can get it. I don't know. It's what. just not gonna be uh, uh, substance food, but you can still. Go. You can I get still a think. Of chips. I'm telling you now, yeah. You can't get a portion. Of chips I'm for telling pounds. you now, yeah. That Are three pound sure? meal deal is still the best thing that I've ever seen in my life. Or in Tesco. Tesco's three pound meal deal is amazing still. But you're still, you're still right, talking. You have to have your club club to get it. Yeah, but you're still talking three hundred percent more than what I'm saying. A pound. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but I'm just, I just wanted to dash the fact that there is a meal deal out there for people in life that said they, they they need food or whatever, and they haven't got that much money. Meal deals are still there. And that, and that's for me is my benchmark of, of society. When Mill when Mill do start saying there hey, we're not doing it for three pounds anymore, it's gone up to four pounds or five pounds. I know that society's gone wild. Because mm. Tesco's had that three pound for a long time. Mm. Three pound mildew got just for a bit of noise, you get a, a, a sandwich or a or a salad. Or a pasta. Or a pasta, yeah. yeah. Or a and drink you can and get, a crisp. Cri- no, you can get other crisps, you can get chocolate, you can get any other mm, other yeah, things, yeah, but yeah. you get three things for basically three pounds. And and the sandwich alone usually costs two pounds eighty, which yeah, makes and, and, even. And you know that I love my um coconut water. Mm. So the coconut water is like two pounds seventy five. Mm. So sometimes I will buy the sandwich. Just to get the, the thing that it makes and, sense. And right? be, yeah, and sometimes I'll give the sandwich to because there's a lot of around my workplace, you know, there's a lot of them around there as yeah, well, yeah, like I've in the city them. and that. And I'm I was so shocked to see them around there as well. And sometimes I'll dash them a banana or food or whatever, sandwich and what have you. Because I'm not a big fan of cold food, but uh at times the meal deal saved me still. 
No man, this winter season you gotta get them socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a lot harder for a lot of people that are struggling. There's gonna be there's gonna be people that's gonna be part of their homes, man. Trust me, trust me. This is them times where where Winterfell was right when they said winter is coming. It's coming, coming. It's yeah, coming for bro. real. COVID seems to be hitting a lot of people recently as My well. Grandma's got COVID, man. Which grandma? The the ninety four year old one. What? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I don't like that. She went to a wedding. Man, that's what always happens with apps. You send them to the stay at home. They I like know. to be quite somewhere. <laughs> to stay at home. They, they want to go out, man. What do you she, mean? She'll be all right, man. Yeah, I'm sure she will. God bless that. That, she will, that she will. DNA is 94 years old. He done seen some shit. Mm. But yeah, man, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a different situation and a different day. Anyway, any, anything else that you guys want to be talking about? What's your topics, man? I can't, I, I can't live by bread alone, my friend. People have to help me. <laughs> Who's that? Anything, a topic. What topics have you got here? Yeah, I have nothing. Just what? See. Wow, nothing at all. Nah, fam. You know, my my life right now is surrounded by work, the, the developing the property, and and then the children. That's it, and I ain't seen it as much as okay. my daughters. I would like. Actually, but. let's let's take it back because we didn't talk about this last week, and we need to talk about it this week. What's that? This boxing thing. Oh, with um. Yeah. Because well, we, we skipped it last week, and I think it's it, by rights we should have spoke about it. And the reason why I'm saying that we should speak about it now because something else has come uh, out. Come out, yeah. Okay, so we're going to talk about. Let me uh, play that actually. Which one? Uh, the Chris Eubank thing when he was on the uh, yeah. pinky. All because right. that's a big deal, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you can. All right. So just just in the background knowledge, Connor Ben and uh, Chris Eubank Jr. was supposed to have a fight um, last week on the was it the was it would have been the eighth eighth of of October. Uh, the fight got cancelled because Chris Eubank, um, sorry, not Chris Eubank, because Conor Ben um, had had basically failed a drug test mm-hmm. to say that he had um, tested positive for a uh, infertility drug, uh, yeah. a woman's infertility drug, which basically if you're a woman, it will help you to get more eggs. Mm-hmm. But when you take it as a man, it, it boosts your testosterone and it repairs your body quicker. And builds muscle. And it builds muscle. Mm. So anyway, he failed the drug test. They was trying to do all of these shenanigans to try and, and you know, go around it so they could have the fight still. Some people took him out even going to a different country to have the fight and maybe, you know, letting them normal Bypassing people. Bypassing yeah, rules and all stuff. The, all the, like, the normal undercard have the fight in the UK and then go and see their fight, like, on the big screen and, and whatever, even though that's what you pay the money for. And, um, yeah, but eventually they called it quits and they said, no, it's not going to happen. So we was meant to talk about it last week. We didn't talk about it last week. But it's very interesting to see now that this week um, there has been more uh, accusations that Conor Ben has uh, failed another drug test. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Okay, so that's what you did. You wasn't you wasn't sure yeah. about that. So let me see if I can find the the thing. Yeah, apparently said. he's failed wanna, a second test. Do you want to touch on? Um, Chris Eubank Sr. Yeah, I'll, I'll touch on Chris Eubank Sr. as well. So Chris Eubank Sr. has been very, 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 very much in the case of this, the fight that's going on. the fight. The reason why he was saying that is because, basically, just to understand it, they're both different weights classes, basically. Uh, Chris Eubank Jr. is a lot bigger than uh, Conor Ben. Mm-hmm. And it was basically going to do what they call a catch weight, where it's somebody will drop weight. Yeah, somebody will drop weight and you somebody will gain weight and they will just meet in the middle somewhere that's not really a proper fight and you'll just have a fight, basically. Right, yeah. So Chris Eubanks Jr. I think he was meant to lose like three kilos or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. To 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 make the fight, I don't know how much Conor Ben was meant to put I on. I think it was three as well. Three as well. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's so the the thing is, is that for those that don't really understand the makeup of boxing, 
um, this fight was seen as an exhibition fight. That's how much the boxing purists were kind of, I don't really want to see this fight. You get me? It's like um, Jake Paul and them kind of man there, them social media boxers and fighters that have have accumulated millions of followers. And to be fair, they've created a new market of boxing, which is mad. But this was seen as an exhibition fight. And not only... The reason why the purists are not really for it is because um, the dangers as well that it uh, can generate when you... um, uh, uh, lose so much weight or you gain so much weight over a small period of time over a small period of time and people need to understand the fact that it is dangerous to do so and I don't think that people really understand the dangers that are involved in it so uh, Chris Eubank Senior um, fought uh, a boxer where he um, unfortunately caused a lot of damage uh, to this individual I think it's Gerald McLennan isn't it or is it McLennan I can't remember yeah um, it, but basically it was, it was both dads I've, I've, have, both, both dads. dads have damaged fighters yeah damaged yeah, fighters yeah so Gerald McLennan and Michael Watson yeah so just, Gerald McLennan was Nigel Ben Michael Watson was Chris Eubanks Senior just to just to add, put some extra spice on this basically Chris Eubanks and um, uh, Nigel Ben were rivals Back right? in the day. Big rivals. Big time rivals. They did not like each other. Yeah. It was a big deal. They fought all the time. Right? What is that? Fireworks, fireworks bro. It's that, that time of the year. like it's too close to my, my vehicle. <laughs> but either way, anyway, yeah. So even this time last. Sorry. They had, a, they had a big rivalry. It was nasty. It wasn't nice. And now it's basically the sun's now that's sort of Yeah, so job. basically this is like a, you know, because the sons of now fighters, you know, there's a lot of money to be made in it. And Chris Eubank Sr. was very much against this fight happening. And um, yeah, he didn't want his son his son to fight. And he said that my son wouldn't listen to me, but his son went ahead and done the thing anyway, signed the papers. And a lot of people, although Boxing Purists, uh, certain people didn't really want to watch it. It was going to be a massive fight. Trust me, but it didn't happen. But this is what um, Chris Eubank had to say Senior. when he Chris Eubank Senior had to say when he was interviewed in the morning show on Talksport. Simon, this time last week, we were in the throes of trying to establish it's whether or not the fight clip, between so. Connor Ben and Chris Eubank Junior was still going to go ahead following Ben's failed drugs test. We know what happened. The fight was postponed. Now. Going into this, the fight wasn't without controversy. Lots of discussions around uh, what was a fight between two boxers from two different weight categories. Conor Ben had to go up in weight while Chris Eubank Jr. had to come down. Now, it's considered by many in boxing that in doing that, the process carries risk and our very own spencer oliver and adam catterall testified to that it's it's important to know going into it both fighters agreed to the 157 catch weight chris eubank senior was a vocal opponent of his son even taking the fight on a short time ago he gave me his views of the fight being called off and the manner of the postponement Well, I suppose I have to respond as follows. Anyone who attempts to murder my son, I have 
my view of them, of what I'm going to share with the world. I mean, that's very strong, Chris. Anyone who attempts what, what, to murder what, my what, son. Hold on a minute. What, what do you mean strong? That's not strong. That's very polite for anyone who would attempt to murder my boy. Why is it strong? Because you, you know. No, sorry. Oh, of course, you don't know. But if you're 33 years old, you can't do what you used to do in your mid-20s, which is to lose weight and be able to handle the loss of that weight. To take a man down three pounds beneath the middle weight limit, which is 160 pounds, to have him boiled down to 157 is literally attempted murder. And they wanted me to be an accomplice to it. They were asking me to take money to come onto the, the zone and be a part of it. They asked me to be in my son's corner. They were trying to pay me to be in my son's corner. They wanted me to be an accomplice to my son's murder. Now, if you think that's strong, you need to talk to Michael Watson. You need to talk to Gerald McClellan, if he can make sense. You need to speak to Nick Blackwell. You need to speak to Mike Tyson. You need to speak to Lennox Lewis. Then you'll understand the magnitude of this outrage. But Chris, correct me if I'm wrong. Your son agreed to do that weight change, did he um, not? Talking. Yes, he wouldn't listen to me. He wouldn't listen to me. And so I had to go behind the scenes in silence and help them make the right decision. And the right decision was made the day before the fight was to take place. So you were relieved that the fight did not take place? Relieved is an insult. You have no idea what it means to lose a son. It's an insult to say to me, oh, you know, you were relieved. Relieved? Relieved? Look, he's my son. I've loved him all his life, 33 years. I've done everything I can do to actually bolster him into a position of strength to where no one would cheat him and misuse him. See, if someone tried to murder your son, you would sound like me. And if you wouldn't sound like me, then you aren't a man. And, and I'm here to tell everybody that we are men. We're not boys. We're not idiots. We're not fools. We're not toddlers. We're men. And we have to protect our sons. The world is going to know. Because I'm going to actually shine a little bit of light on them. Chris Eubank Sr. understand Simon as a live theatre show at the That's Coventry it. Building Society at Arena. Alright. So you heard a lot of passion there and understandably so. Alright, so we need to put a little more backstory to this. Okay. So anybody that doesn't know Chris Eubanks, Chris Eubanks had has three sons. One that he didn't really look after, but we'll we'll talk about it another time. Who's also a boxer, by the way. Mm -hmm. Then you've got an actor as well, because he's playing him in the film. Um then you've got Chris Eubank uh, Senior, I mean Junior, sorry. He's the one that was fighting, and he had another son, which I can't remember his name unfortunately, who actually died, I think early on this year. Tragic. Uh, tragic death. So he has just lost a son. So he may think, oh, why is this guy chatting like this? He's just being a dickhead. He's being un unnecessarily passionate about something that there's no reason to be. But he has lost a son. So when he was screaming at the person, you have no idea what it is to lose a son. That is what he's obviously getting at. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about this? Because it sounds like he's almost saying that he's the one that was went in there was drop the drop the news oh yeah by the way the the other dope thing that i was saying is not a different drug it's the same drug but he must same have heard drug. a second drug a I second did, drug the, this um, another time yeah. just but, just to uh 
mention the name. His name is Sebastian. Sebastian. Sebastian Eubanks, Eubanks uh, son of Chris Eubank, died from a heart attack in Dubai. And that was in um, the 13th of July yeah. last year. So, you know, this man is a, he's a, emotive man and a passionate man at most times anyway mm-hmm. Ed, let alone when you're thinking about your son and he's been saying this from the very beginning from so the it's, not, it's not and it, and, it, and it, it always made me feel a bit of a, a bit funny because we was everybody was you know gearing on this of, fight yeah. and the man is telling you and he knows better than any single one of us that this fight should not happen mm, mm. so we, we was gonna have an event like uh, shout shout out the man them from um, me, get it get it get it get it off your chest get it off your chest podcast and there was yeah they were gonna have an event to watch it to watch yeah. what he potentially saying it was a man and we was all gonna go and we was all gonna go and watch it so I, I don't know I don't know boxing enough to know what the difference is but I, I can understand that when you okay let me explain this now I am gonna be 40 in a couple of weeks time right I know that my body does not react the same way it did when I was 30, when I was 35, when I was 36, when I was 38. Preach. So for him to say, that as soon as you mention the boy is 33, you can't just drop weight the way that you used to drop weight and be in, okay. In your mid-20s. I was like, I get what he means. And now I've seen images of Chris Eubanks, uh Junior when he's lost the weight. I don't even know if he lost all the weight. Mm. And he did not look well. Really? Have you not I haven't, seen, the, I haven't seen him, no. He did not look well. So let me see if I can find the images so I can show it to you while we're mm. But he did not look well. So as far as I'm concerned, he's got he's got um every right to to feel to feel that certain way. Mm. I, I think I think we, we owe it to, to ourselves to trust the experts. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. whether you like it or not, Eubanks is not just talk the talk, he walked the walk. But the thing that people are saying is that the experts um and the governing bodies were sanctioning the fact but it's, they don't care about when they, when they, whenever they, the ring, they don't care whenever they, they care. ever cared point, about about two two black men trying to destroy each other and at the end of the day it's all about the Benjamins in it yeah that's all they care it's all about, about the from, their, from, from their pushing money in the, my man's pocket to tell him to get in the corner yeah and he's he's against it they they obviously think that everyone's got a price and they want to you know what I'm saying to you yeah take this money and go and stand up in his corner so you know it's all about the Benjamins. It's Chris Eubank Senior is a OG from the beginning. Like he's a he's a South London man as well. You know, mm. like I think he's from where's he from? I think he's from Camberwell. So Camberwell, he used to be on the street bussing man up. <laughs> Get what I'm saying? <laughs> so he, as much as he's got this persona and this whole you know posh thing, he is a road man. Yeah, to get me and well, at least he was. He, yeah, he was. You know what I mean? So he's not someone who um is shy to make his point um he's very passionate about what he does he's he speaks very well and um but at the end of the day like even if he didn't lose a son i think that he would have been saying the same things that this is valid this here is not right and i think it's made us all as fight fans kind of stand up and kind of look at ourselves and because we were all looking forward to the thing as much as I say that certain boxing purists that I know like weren't really interested but a lot of man was looking forward to watching this exhibition fight you get me so what did you um, trying to find there I'm still trying to find it the image oh, of, oh of, of the of image him. yeah I mean I can imagine that um, that he looked a lot people don't get it like people talk about losing two pounds three pounds it's not really a big deal but when you're fighting the height of your uh, physical, physical, um, you know, when you're using capacity. every. Let me see. Wow, yeah, for real, that is, yeah. He looks like Fifty Cent when he lost all that weight for that film. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, he's in good shape, but, yeah, but he's, he's dehydrated. He yeah. don't look like he's he don't look, yeah. well. So that's a picture that Big Big Brother's just shown us. Yeah, so yeah, like, like, he looks dehydrated. You're using every ounce of energy um, and there's a chance that you could actually damage yourself. And there's two people that both are seniors, um, um, Nigel Ben, Chris Eubank Sr., have um, damaged. And I think that maybe... I don't know. Maybe they, maybe Nigel Ben should have fought a little bit harder about the idea of trying to put this fight on because um, his counterpart and his yeah, old, I haven't heard Nigel Ben yeah, mention anything. And his old nemesis was very much against it. He, I mean, Nigel Ben was fine with the fight. Okay. Well, anyway, so we'll see what happens again. The saga continues. We'll see if this fight still goes on or what happens with Conor Ben. It's unfortunate. I'm hoping that he's not real and you know that, that he hasn't taken the drugs. But if he has. I think he's going to be banned for like two years or yeah, three years. His nutritionist needs to be looked at because it's him that's probably giving him what he's got. Uh, the videos of him going around abusing other people for exactly the same yeah, thing that's yeah, yeah, to him. Yeah. So I don't know. I got. I mean, I got to be honest, and this is a man that loves the sport. Um, I'm not naive enough to think that none of these men are on the thing. Of course, on the juice, like, and and it's not just boxers. I'm talking about the sports in people general. in general. They're on the juice. Um, I know you have a big problem with uh, with um, baseball. Baseball has been a big thing, and you know I think that with boxing and even athletics and a few other sports, you know, cycling and football, you know, uh, football. Even L- listen, it's about whether you get caught or not, mm. and you throw the dice. And more time, a lot of people are covering for you. Do you get me? So yeah. there's there's ways around. It's like the financial fair play. They thought financial fair play will come in and nobody be able to to manipulate and just win anything because you got the most money. There's ways around it. You see, you, you see the sound of the motor about to get some money. <laughs> that right there. You see the sound of the man. So so there's ways around everything. It's like so there's gonna be people that are gonna be able to manipulate the system in a way where it could be accounting and it could be drugs. Yeah. In in sport, people can manipulate the system to get the benefit out of it. Of course. All right, all right. I'm gonna do uh, my own Amade Arsenal, and I don't think I've done this on the podcast before. I'm hoping I haven't, but it's something I wrote maybe 12 years ago. I mean, 12 years ago, five years ago. Wow. Oh, okay. Where'd you write? I wrote it on Facebook. Oh. So you might have seen it again, but I'm gonna do it anyway. All right. Go on. Uh, so, so it's my own wilder scenarios. Mm-hmm. You know, I always had one of them scenarios. I'll follow me. Just go back to it. All right. So here we go. So. Fellas, you go out with your lady and a couple of her friends to celebrate one of your friend's birthday. Before you leave, you put aside some food because you didn't want to uh, feel too full up, you know, before you go. So you're at your missus' house, you have food, you put it in the fridge, you say, I'm coming back to this family, I'm coming back to this. <laughs> right? Mm. So you used the pan of the amanda ever that you was desiring. Yes. It's a big event and you're all dressed up to impress. You have pressed your trousers well, well. Your singlet is blinging under your shirt and you're looking correct, yeah? Mm-hmm. Your lady's looking stunning as usual and smiles on both your faces along with all your mates. One of the people with you is one of your closest male friends. Also, your sister is in the building, right? So let's imagine you've got a sister or a sibling, yes? Mm-hmm. All right? You all party for a few hours and unfortunately, you get a business call. Now, you are a man who does business internationally. Yeah? Business. So, there's times that you have to take big money calls at strange business hours. I invested the money. I share, <laughs> All right. And I put in brackets, no drug dealer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> at the end of the call, it transpires that you have, to go, you have to go to the office as you need to access some data that would allow you to close the big money deal. Mm-hmm. So, you say to your lady that you have to leave, but you will, you will pick her up when the night ends or, your, or one of your friends, because you your best friend is there. We'll take there, you home. Right? 
or your sister will drop you, or your sister will drop you home. She agrees and kisses you goodbye. You go to the office and finish up quick, and then you call your lady and say, "Are you on your way back to pick um, that you're on your way back to pick her up?" She, and she says, "Don't worry, babe. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a gift, get a lift um, where we are all going." Yeah, right. So she says, "I'm gonna get a lift. We are all going." Right. That's what she mm-hmm. told you. Okay. You smile at yourself because your woman is going home at a good time and isn't the last woman in the club walking barefoot with her wig doing the electric slide. <laughs> wow. While Candy's playing. I, right? for, I forgot. It's your studio. It's going to have yes. some wild things in there. Eventually, you pull up to your house and you make your way into the house. When you enter the door, you see one Uncle Pointy shoe in the doorway. Wow. Although you have Uncle Shoes yourself. It's not yours. It didn't have your usual shine. Ding, ding. You were feeling embarrassed for the shoe even. What? Because this shoe cannot be yours. shoe is this? But anyway, eventually you made your way to the to the palo and you see your lady sitting there on the sofa. Mm-hmm. She gets up and greets you with a kiss and at the moment you hear someone flush the chain. Mm-hmm. You turn around and in the hallway, you see your woman, your woman's ex standing there looking like any human being. <laughs> Wait, okay, go on. This he is goes wild. on to shake your hand and you, and you already suspect that he may not have washed his hands correctly, but you <laughs> shake it anyway. Why? Then your lady says, oh, Quinlan was going home and he lives quite close, so he offered to drop me home. Ain't that nice? He just needed to use the bathroom. Quinlan says his goodbyes and he leaves. You say to him, uh, why don't you go home with Ade, who's your friend, mm-hmm. or Shola, who's your sister, like mm-hmm. we agreed, if I don't collect you. Your darling replies, oh, I got bored of them over the night, so I decided to go with Kunle. Dun, dun. Bored? You are already in the kitchen when she says this and then you go to take your plate of food that you have been waiting for and then you notice it's gone and you oh. ask your babes no babes where's my food no no she end replies it. End, it. End, it. End, it. end it end it I offered it to Kunle as a thank you no <laughs> you don't be in my food bro. can you uh, do my thing <laughs> Mandem, what would you do? And is she an asshole? Most deaf, man. That's not even a question. Like she's taking liberties, bro. There were several violations. Several, okay, like, address, address the violations. You know what I'm saying it's like you know in American football they just throw pure yellow flags, just flag, 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 <laughs> and then and then you got to go to the crowd, and then you got to address them, and then you do your sign. And then you start to tell them violation, you know, defensive line. Somebody has done this, and this woman has done that. Nah, Bridget, it's a mazzaline. Okay, so what you doing? Um, we're having, we're, we're gonna have, we're gonna rap still. We're gonna drop some bars on this woman. So what's the, what's the violation? Um, I think that my woman should take into consideration my feelings towards this kind of thing. Okay, like okay. You might be bored with somebody or bored with bored with whoever, but you are now bringing somebody into my kingdom, into my home that probably necessarily I don't want there. Okay, that's okay. one. One violation, one. Keep and going. then on top of that, this man has been given my grub now if for anybody for anybody who knows mr wolf like there might be other violations that simple some might be able to uh, point out but th- th- this is the one that is is irking me bro you mm-hmm. know everyone that knows mr wolf knows that like, i want to be fed in it like you know that's part feed of my me, feed is me, what feed i'm saying me, feed, feed me, me baby, baby. Oh, yeah. till i lose control you know it's like that's 
halfway of me being to paradise in it you know the whole idea like that's my weakness you know if you want me to do anything cook and 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 be happy about it and give me the food and i will do anything you want me to do fam you know what i mean um you know the idea of you know fastest place in man's heart you know i'm putting my hands i'm ah, no shame so you already know me as a man and know that that's my yeah, well, she can cook you another food again. No. No. <laughs> she said That's no. my thing. And you've now taken what belongs to me. Not just my... Sh- it could be anything. You could have taken, I don't know, something else and given it to him, you know. But you've taken my food. My food. <laughs> <laughs> my sandwich. You get me? You've taken my grub. You've taken my food and you've given it not to a brethren. You've given it to your ex-man. Like, you know, what is it? What's going on here? Would you be all right if she gave it to your dad? I wouldn't have been all right, but I would be okay with it. Okay. I wouldn't have been all right. Maybe that's a contradiction. I wouldn't have been all right with it, but I would be able to accept it. Okay. That's my father. You know what I mean? That's a father. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? So Respect even her father. father, like, you know, she gave it to him. I'm like, oh, you done me wrong there, girl. I'm going to get you. <laughs> well, alright so I'm you're gonna get you in the bedroom the, the violation here is the food more than anything else for you um, I think they're both on level pegging okay. uh, the idea that she hasn't taken uh, my thoughts and feelings into consideration I think that in a relationship uh, that's part that for me that's just one on one relationship things so think, so think so about your partner so she's an asshole then oh most definitely okay simple salmon she got bored of my sister and my brethren bored yeah maybe they weren't doing stuff so I, to be honest let's say that it's me in it yeah let's say that your your missus was with somebody like me yeah i don't like enjoyment bro. <laughs> yeah but <laughs> so that i can understand why she will be bored yeah, but i'm just sitting down and she's yeah, but that's the ride at the end of the night yeah exactly so she can be bored. she might not be with you lot while you're at the thing mm. but when it's time to go home no 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 as i said she was going home earlier because she was bored because you had left she was left with them. Nah, I, yeah, to me, she, she said, you know what, I'm going. Kule was already on his way. That's wild. And it's not even like she just, it's not even like Kule just dropped her and dipped. He dropped her and then she then gave man food. So he's in the house for long enough to be he eating was food. He's enough to take off his shoes. He's still got, but he was in the house long enough to be eating food. It's a, it's a mazzini. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hold on, did, not, did, not, did, he, not did he eat the food or did she give she, him the She had given container? him the food and he had gone mm. with it. Okay. So, 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 cause, yeah, for me, it's like, it's not even my woman being in a place with a man, but it's like, there's too many, there's too many things that have happened before they've gotten to the house mm. that I'm just like, well, why would you dodge, you dodge that, you dodge that, you dodge that, and then oh. you come here, like, even if it's innocent, it just looks mad. Mm. So you would have the word with her same with us? That yeah, I'd have, to, I'd have to ask her what, like, what, What's really going on here? I think that... Yeah. <laughs> what, the, what has happened here? Yeah, what has happened here? At the end I'm of the day... In, I'm not entirely sure I understand... You get what I'm saying? Like, what's going on, isn't it? It's mad. Put yourself... Kind of... you got to reverse the roles, innit? It don't have to be nothing. That's the thing. Like, I don't... It's not an act suspect of anything. Oh, oh, yeah. It's just... The, the, the order of events is just wild, isn't it? Why would you... How do, how do you get there? Yeah, I don't know how you, you get you, there. You don't do things like that. You know, it's um. I don't know, man. You got to reverse. <laughs> I don't know, bruv. You know what I'm saying? This is food we're talking about here, man. You got to reverse the roles and think if you was in that position, you know, how would you like it if? Do you get what I mean? So, it's nah. You can't. Because it could be. It could work out that 
I know the ex and there's no animosity between us. And if that was the case, it's slightly different. I'm still looking at like, why? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. out of, out of the, it's not like you didn't have another way. I think judging by the scenario, I think that they he put his hand out, shook his hand and kept it moving, innit? So they would have met and there would have been some kind yeah, of dialogue yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, For me, it's the fact that you it's the fact that you had an alternative and you chose not to take the alternative because you wanted to leave early and you're bored. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes yeah. for me, with these situations, I'll just humble myself, innit? Yeah, I don't want to be here, fine, but yeah. when, whenever the driver's ready to go home, I'm you ready just, to go, um, innit? Unfortunately, that's the case. Or you call your man and say, look, can you come for me? Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. He was actually going to come. Um, he was going to come. Yeah, that's what I'm saying to you. It's mad, man. I don't know. For now, me, why you, like, like, tell your man to come. Can you come? If not, Go with the people that you're supposed to, whether my man lives around the corner or not. And nah, man, I know that. sometimes I move mad, but that one's a bit wild, even for me. It's outside of the, yeah, I mean, the, the idea of, of um, the idea of my woman uh, coming home after a night coming out, home. and my ex girlfriend is in the room, and um, I don't know. Let's say that she was going to do something for me i can't think of anything i don't know it could be i mean you've got hair so let's let's say yeah that you know you was gonna twist up your hair you know yeah and uh big wala who's twisted his hair a few times his lovely wife has done that for him and um in waiting you know his ex-girlfriend had his head in between her legs wow which you do sometimes when you sit down and the head will be in between the legs eh? and 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 you and she's twisting up the hair, and then the woman come back and see that his hair's done already. You get me? It's the same kind of thing. Like what's like you let this woman touch your hair and do your hair when I'm when you said that I was gonna do it for you. Nah, man. I actually have a a woman scenario for that, and then next time I have a woman, there, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually ask it. Is it? Yeah, I'm gonna ask it. Nah, man. Yeah, that's a, it's a like I said. I I know that I'm sometimes some of the stuff that I've done can look or sound wild but this one is just it looks like people have it looks like people have dodged dodged legitimate situations on purpose okay so you're both saying she's an arsehole then yeah. how about you bro okay she's an arsehole but I don't know I'm, I'm, I'll be upset I'll Why? be very annoyed because what again more because the case that there's other people that could have taken you home and you should have just gone home with them yeah. or I said I'll pick you up and you should have just waited for me to come and pick you up and yeah. you decided that you wanted to go home with this guy exactly. I don't even have a problem with her going home with the guy so much if that, if, I, if I've known the guy in the past yeah. like whatever same but it's like you've avoided every other person but going home with this per- guy perfect and then you've given him my food that's the that's the, the thing I'm like you're just taking a mic now yeah because you know <laughs> I wanted that food if you didn't know I wanted it it's different, but you knew I wanted it. You knew I wanted that food, right? You could have gave this man any other thing. If I if I came, my man, you was cooking for him. I wouldn't have felt as bad as if you gave that man my food. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So that's my annoyance, but it is what it is. Anyway, Japan. let's let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. Still, <laughs> I'm, I'm still up. I'm still on. Still on. Can you lower me down just a little bit on the on the mixer there, please? On oh, the mixer. Yes. You want to come down? Oh, number one, not not me personally. The 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 this thing in it. Uh, what the. The machine. So oh, number okay. one under, under this thing. Let me play, play some music still in the background, innit? You ready? All right, guys. So we're going to wrap this podcast up for this week. Let's start off with Sonata Wolf. Yeah. Um, catch me on Instagram on AK. It's all from Twitter on AK underscore Mr. Wolf. Um, yeah. I'm... Um, Still smarting over getting bumped 
the Arsenal game. You know, one of the goals was offside. It wasn't and, offside. Uh, it was blatantly offside. And, and, and VAR itself didn't work. And then it was a penalty. Everyone knows. And even the one that was given to Arsenal is very soft. But anyway, you win some, you lose some. And we're now going to face um, Thanos. Man City is on the top. You know, on the Robo- warpath. Robocop. I need you know, some, win. some people have called him Robocop. This, this, this hunchback android galloping horse of a individual um, Harland who actually looks like he's been made in a lap. He actually looks, just look at his face. He, he looks like a Targaryen. He looks like a Targaryen for real. He looks like a six foot four big beast of a youth. 23 years old, mate, just mashing up the place. So Liverpool playing Man City on Sunday and let's talk about that next week, man. Um, you, apparently, you guys are right with us, man, talking about football. So Liverpool are going to be playing Man City this weekend and um, I think that we might get something out of that game. Konate is back, Gomez is back, and let's see. Um, outside of that, um, yeah, there's nothing else that I want to say. Um, just enjoy the rest of the week and live life and enjoy life. Make the most of it. Be positive. And um, every day that you wake up is a blessing. Mm. Simple Simon. Uh, at Simple Simon F- be on Twitter or have Instagram's Gaza with Seth forever. Bang! My gosh. Um, this week I watched uh, Marvel Studios Presents Werewolf by Night. That was good. You think mm. it was good? I thought it was good. I thought it was a good um, exhibition of what you can do with a low budget movie. Yeah, I, thought, I enjoyed it. Is it? Because mm, it's a short film. It's just a snippet, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was right. I didn't understand what purpose it had in the whole cinematic universe. It's not. It's just a thing for Halloween. Oh, it's a Halloween thing. Okay, so it makes more sense now. Yeah, yeah I watched that. Um, I was underwhelmed by it, but now that you've put some context to it, it makes a bit more sense. It's just film noir, isn't it? The, like the old way of doing Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it anyway, but that's me. Yeah, so um, there was that. Um, and what else did I start watching? I started watching a thing called... Oh, I watched a Korean movie called Alienoid, mm. which was... A mazine of a movie. You know, like everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. It was kind of like that, but it was mad because it was like a, it was a cross between that and Kung Fu. I see. Like proper Kung Fu. Like, so they had the old, old time man Kung Fu with the hair and mm. everything. And it was bouncing around. It's good. It's good. If you get a chance to watch it and it's a two parter. So this Alienoid has come out and then it's, they said to be continued when you get to the end of it. So <laughs> like a Nollywood film. Yeah, it's not. It was like a proper Nollywood film, but it looked like it's going to be pretty good. Okay. Got, so yeah, so those two films are the ones I would say have a look at if you get an opportunity, if you get a chance. Okay, cool. You know? Your mom had done. Oh, right. done. Uh, ESN podcast at g- uh, gmail.com for the email. Rip hashtag it. ESN pod if you want to do the hashtag in. Plug at it. ESN podcast on all social medias. Media. Yeah, so if you want to holler at us, you want to talk about any of the scenarios or discussions that we've had today, mm-hmm. let us know, please, on the socials. Yes. Yeah, so. At Stav Response at all social medias. If you want to holler at Big Stav, who's not in the building at the moment, but will be in the building hopefully next week, 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 week. And yeah. I'm Big Wahala on Insta, Big Wahala on Twitter. This week, I don't think I actually went to the cinema for once, so I don't think I watched anything this week So to, to put any blessings on you lot, so I'm not going to do it. I want to know what people think of She-Hulk, though, because that's finished now, this this season. It's one of them odd ones. It's very, very... Uh, some people either hate it, or some people are saying it's all right. Nobody really loves it. I thought it was all right. But we'll see. Yeah. All do right. I need to be watching all of these things? Most likely. 
as part of the uh, phase two MC. Yeah, because everything everything's linked up in it, so you're gonna need to watch all of them really. Damn. Especially with the, with her one because he's got some some prominent people in that that show. Anyway, so guys, thank you for joining us on Eloquently Saying Nothing. I even said the episode number, episode five seven eight. Five seven eight. Yeah, it's three yeah. seven. Three seven eight. Three seven eight. Three seven eight. Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't know why we're not up to five hundred. We should be up to five hundred by now. Because we had a hi- hiatus, baby. Yeah, I know it's strange, isn't it? All right. So three seven eight. Yeah. Um. Can somebody tell me this, the the strap line, please? <laughs> Remember, if you ain't saying nothing, say it well. It's like for life. Quatang 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 This is the Eloquently Say Nothing Podcast